0: It's the home of the state's Land Grant University, Morgantown, West Virginia. Country roads have taken us to the university city because we're gearing up for our biggest event yet, a live episode of the Mountaineer Media Podcast. We're broadcasting from high atop Mon County Ballpark as the West Virginia Black Bears take the field on this West Virginia day. And not only is it our state's birthday, but it's ours as well. Today, we celebrate the second anniversary of Mountaineer Media and we hope you join us for a special episode of the podcast live from Morgantown as we party like it's 1863 and commemorate the place we call home. The sun doesn't always shine in West Virginia. But the people always do. And that's exactly what's happening today in the beautiful mountain state of West Virginia. We welcome you to Mon County Ballpark. Happy West Virginia Day to all of you joining us on this special occasion. A live episode of the Mountaineer Media Podcast. What an absolutely beautiful day here in Morgantown, West Virginia. C.J. Harvey along with Cooper Zimmerman, As always, Cooper uh, wait a second what's even going on are we are, is this actually happening right now
1: who do we convince to let us in here <laughs> CJ I don't know I have but no clue no idea on our two-year celebration I can't think <laughs> of a more just all-out fun and no, really just an inspiring I, moment for us no, but also seriously. we've been reflective all weekend but uh, yeah, man, we're gonna have a blast. We've already had a blast. Yeah. And uh, here we are, man. We're li- our first real deal live stream.
0: Yeah. No, this is uh, insanely awesome, my man. And
1: yeah, we are getting ready to go.
0: Mace, pull up the the camera in the bottom. Is it it's already up there? I think. Yeah. So you're gonna be able to watch kind of the game in the bottom corner of your screen. We'll kind of explain how this is gonna go tonight. So we plan to be here pretty much the entire game. If We plan to be here the entire game. You'll be able to watch the game in the bottom right corner. You can listen to us do a little play-by-play, but let's be honest, you're not here for the baseball. You're here for the personalities. You, maybe we, you came for the baseball. Hopefully you stay for us because this is going to be a lot of fun. We have a couple of special guests lined up to come up here and kind of celebrate with us, and that is the plan. But we do plan on doing a little play-by-play. Cooper, I need you talking about the uh, – <laughs> three four two double play that <laughs> they, they pull off here it wouldn't be that
1: it'd be the six four three double play probably not the uh, going back to the, <laughs> the catcher but well, here we go your instincts man. are going to take over now CJ this is your sportcaster this is your world yeah man we're, we're this, happy this to is be here the,
0: this is what we're doing here so you know It's, um, let me try and get my bearings straight. I don't do a lot of play-by-play, so uh, kind of, you know, stick with me here. This is uh, Jose Urdanata. He is from Venezuela, went to Indiana State University. Of course, we are in the top of the first here. No score. And the Williamsport Crosscutters are in town, taking on the West Virginia Black Bears. Cooper, as we keep going here, man, cheers.
1: Cheers, and we'd be remiss not to mention Mr. B-Chips. Our, and our Calvin Broyles, another another sponsor of ours. But go ahead, man, go ahead, run through the sponsorships, because we got them all here. Well, as you guys know, as Loyal Mountaineer Media Podcast fans, we've been sponsored nearly from the beginning for Mr. B-Chips. And CJ, so, why don't you hand me that bag, of Mr. Oh, B-Chips? Yeah, fire up, man. Mr. B. Chips, Marion Kettleson. We had her on the podcast a long time ago. A lot of you know the story. Uh, she basically is had a resurgence into Mr. B. Chips. They've been extremely generous and uh, really just but were the best partner we could ask for uh, here on the Mountaineer Media Podcast. No and doubt. They're a presenting sponsor, uh, and we could not be happier for them. And, of course, we do have a ton of other uh, brand partners, Calvin Boreals, where I got my engagement ring, quality ring, top notch. Uh, shout out to their team down there. Raise Rob. We're going to be talking more about our sponsors, but really we just think we're going to settle into the evening. And one, we're going to reflect on what we've done, I guess, in the last two years and what you all have really allowed us to accomplish by sharing your authentic takes about West Virginia, by recommending guests to us. By really providing us with really just the opportunity of a lifetime, there you go. Um, no <laughs> the opportunity just of a lifetime to, to do this, to do Mountaineer Media. So sit back, enjoy it. Share this on if you can. Share it on your social media. And we're in here for the long haul. We'll be here for a few hours, so feel free to pop in and out. Shoot us a, a comment. Looks like we got something going on here, C.J. Yeah, That's nice liner back you're to the pitcher.
0: Out. Easy out at first yeah. base there. <laughs> One on the board. One out on the board here in the top of the first inning. So the West Virginia Black Bears, great start. One batter, one out. That is always a great way to get things rolling here. If you're not familiar with the West Virginia Black Bears, not off to the greatest of starts here this season. 5 and 10 coming into this game. The Williamsport Crosscutters, the inverse of that. 10 and 5 coming into this one. But the West Virginia Black Bears, again, here, a beautiful Mon County ballpark. The history is pretty simple they weren't a team up until about 10 years ago and then they became a team and were affiliated with the Pittsburgh Pirates and then if you're fans of minor league baseball in the state of West Virginia you probably know a little bit about the story just last year all of these minor league teams across the country went through this reformatting process and several cities lost their affiliations oh, all
1: right we got a that looks like high a
0: high ball to mid center easy playable out. I thought you were gonna hit us with a high fly ball. It's a home run. <laughs> no, an easy out. But the the Black Bears were affiliated again with the, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, the Charleston or the uh, West Virginia Power also affiliated with the Power or the the Pirates, the Mariners, and the Cincinnati Reds before that. So several teams. But then after this reformatting process, a lot of teams lost their affiliation. So anyway, to make a long story short, and really to make a short story long is what I've done here. But the the. Black Bears are no longer affiliated with the Pirates. They are a draft league team. But what's cool is that a lot of the players that play for the Black Bears are guys that played for West Virginia University or guys here locally that are trying to get a shot at playing in the big league. So, Cooper, what do you think about all of that? A lot of interesting stuff with the, uh, the baseball. Well,
1: CJ, I don't know much about baseball. <laughs> I, I do know a lot about West Virginia and they've been let's give a quick shout out to the black bears and to your friend trevor who set us up uh this weekend and gave us on field access we're out there doing batting practice um we had a blast doing it um and yeah man i mean i think it's it's cool to be i mean there's nothing beats being in west virginia amongst friends and enjoying some live-action sports. I can't imagine really anything better than that. And Morgantown, what a historic city for live-action sports. I think we've all been coming here since we were literal children and enjoying the Mountaineers take the field. So it's cool to be in this city covering an event, I would say. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I'm going to give a quick shout-out on Instagram, TJ, one second.
0: When the process of this, you guys kind of know how we operate. We are a, a digital media company. Big swing and a miss there and that is going to be the strike three call the final out on the top of the first year the Black Bears coming up to bat against the Crosscutters. Still a zero-zero ball game. We'll see if the Black Bears can't get off to a great start maybe get something on the board here. That would be awesome. But again, we're a digital media company so everything that we do is pretty much social media based. So when Cooper takes his break, maybe I'm doing a couple things or two and you know hey this is part of the, the the process here man you know when you're an entertainment company
1: it let's is look. what it is you you got to promote yourself let's briefly talk about some of the upcoming things guys because we do have quite hey, a Mace, bit of. grab
0: a flyer hand the flyer over here pretty sick flyer actually hold it up to the camera let everybody see it
1: yeah so we've been passing these out we got some cool social media clips of people coming into the ballpark but you know, guys, as a start to of your celebration, I think we uh, we've all we, we you know we've shared our sentiment before we're interested in telling authentic West Virginia stories and hearing from people but we've now matured as a company we feel like we're ready to take the next step into us as a, as a company as Mountaineer Media into live events CJ so um, our first official thing I guess is our flagship event we're gonna do some events before our flagship event but you've heard us talk about it we've posted about it on social media we have a title sponsor for something that we're calling the almost heaven classic now this is going to be a two-day extravaganza in the heart of West Virginia in Canaan Valley up at the resort in Canaan Valley. It's going to have golf, it's going to have networking events, it's going to have, uh, we're going to raise money for a scholarship fund, the Almost Heaven Classic, and it's going to be sponsored by Star USA Federal Credit Union. Uh, and we're going to be, over the next 12 months, we're going to be storytelling about the work that they do, the scholarship, why we're trying to put on an event of this scale. Uh, but we think CJ is going to be, you know, hundreds of people getting together that are interested in, in making West Virginia a better place to live and work. And I think we are beside ourselves that this is now a reality, uh, th- which is a live event. So we're, we're stoked for that.
0: Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, you hope that that is what happens. It would be great to have hundreds of people up there. You know, we talked about giving an opportunity to people to to keep those West Virginia connections connected to West Virginia, right? When you have small business owners talking to people in West Virginia and big business owners talking to small business owners, you know, all of these connections that we're trying to help people create are all West Virginia. They're all interconnected within the West Virginia state outline. So that's kind of what the big idea here is too is just making sure that people in West Virginia are connecting with others in West Virginia and
1: squashing the stereotype of oh nothing's going on, no one's doing anything. We'll actually come out to an event and learn what somebody down the road is doing. Maybe they're doing an innovative company, maybe they're, you know, doing some positive work in the community. We want to continue to curate these environments to learn about the Mountain State, not just from outsiders to defend what West Virginia is and, you know, we we certainly get fired up and, you know, we squash Wash these Appalachian stereotypes, but also we have to recognize that West Virginia ourselves, we sometimes limit ourselves and get down upon the state. Uh, if we don't pick our head up and look around and realize that, wait a second, we're actually doing pretty cool things. There actually are cool people. My neighbor, your your cousin, your brother, your friends and family—they are doing interesting things in the state. We got to celebrate that, and we have to we have to say the quiet things loudly. Um, we think that doing that that's our part in continuing the conversation that can help lead to prosperity that can help lead to more fulfilling lives that can lead you into know, a lot of different things in the state so that's the mission the journey that we're on the almost heaven classic you're gonna hear plenty about it Ooh. over the next 12 months that's what you call a foul ball right cj
0: yeah 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 so we've got uh, sam crail at bat right now, Sheridan, Indiana. There's a lot of West Virginia connections on this list, but he's from uh, Sheridan, Indiana, St. Leo University. He was born in 1998, four years after we were born. He was born in Mason's a 95 kid, but, yeah, you know, well, you we are young, yes, but, man, 98, a couple 98. kids born here in the that is turn of the 21st century. A couple <laughs> of kids, 2002, 2001, 2001, 2001, 2000, so... You know that's kind of the generation here so and depending
1: we'll on depending on where you're listening guys if you're listening somehow you're probably either on LinkedIn or Twitter, that's going to be the highest quality audio. For my Instagram friends, this is the behind the scenes version. I'm doing just a quick little shout out here. What's up, guys? I see some people popping Ooh. in and out. Go to Twitter, go to our LinkedIn. That's where you're going to get the highest quality audio version of this experience this evening. We definitely wanted to just try to pop on Instagram uh, and maybe go back and forth with some folks on here. We've been here all day
0: for the most part. We got here early and unfortunately really didn't have a time a lot of time between our uh they lit us on the field <laughs> and we're out there taking bp which of us the three were, was the best hitter who was the best hitter
1: uh I, i'd vote for myself i'm gonna say me pretty well oh wow. well well whatever you?
0: man I, you know you're allowed to vote for yourself i thought i had a home run We were Cooper. You wanted to fake one of those Tom Brady videos. You wanted to like fake a home run. I did because we. Well, I mean, how would we even have done that?
1: We have no capability to do that. I mean, we could have tried. Right. (laughs) Baseball is not my strong sport. I'm a golf guy, at that. I golf poorly, but golf guy. That's why you're all about the golf tournament, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Baseball is not my strong suit, but baseball is fun. I mean, drinking beer and hot dogs is fun.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah, Hey. Yeah. Great crowd here. Wow shot you know that's that's what's scary about baseball you know these guys that hit these foul balls down uh kind of towards the front row oh I got a great the story first and third UCJ. baseline I mean you hear horrific stories thankfully they have the net up tonight that one just zipped over the the uh cross cutters bench
1: you want a, a great story yeah please this is the time to tell great stories you're right in Charleston Mason to my left who's not on camera you know the producer Mason Jack <laughs> Uh, we're at an Alley Cats game in Charleston. OG Charleston, folks know the Alley Cats. Mason takes a, a was it a fractured bat to the knee? Oh, my goodness. The, the bat like flew off this guy's hand and smacks <laughs> Mason in the knee. And I'm pretty sure he goes down. Tears are flowing. Uh, Would they give you like season tickets or something to make up for it? But Mason was struck and it was a, well, that's the a crazy event. Do. We must have been maybe five years old. Maybe this happened. Eight Mason, years old. Mason
0: did it hurt. They let you keep the bat? The broken bat? Yeah, it still has my knee it on. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a, that's a lot. Now, that's a bold face lie. He said it still has his knee print on it.
1: We will have a couple guests joining. We think we're going to have Johnny McFadden on the podcast. You remember him from an earlier episode, a medical marijuana advocate talking about ways the Mountain State can try to combat its opioid abuse problem. Well, they're providing solutions with medical marijuana. He's been an innovator working in West Virginia, the advocacy work uh, from the medical field. We think he's going to join us a later today but TJ your friend from college and Tony Caridi's son Andy is should be joining us maybe here momentarily.
0: Yeah, Andy Caridi, great kid and uh we'll we'll tell more we'll we'll tell their stories when they get up here and talk a little bit more about them. Andy is the son of Tony. Yes, one of 3 actually. Andy has a twin. Two of the brothers of Tony Caridi are in finance. Andy is the uh, following in his father's footsteps to do some play-by-play. So that is kind of where his life is at. And he does a lot of West Virginia sports play-by-play. If you're listening to this, you might know Andy Caridi. So we'll get more to him. The Black Bears could not muster up much offense, literally zero offense in that one. And so we are still scoreless after one as we head into the top of the second. I think Andy's going to pop in here about the uh, third inning. But, uh, yeah, man, so, Mason, did they give you season tickets or no? Tickets, the tickets to the next game, the West Virginia, <laughs> the Charleston Cats. That's not great, uh, that great of a prize, unfortunately, but oh, well. Is what it is. Is what it is. So, here we are. We are at the first break after the first inning here. Still scoreless. 0-0 game and we are we we, like i said kind of going back to an earlier story we've been here all day they let us down on the field to hit some and some batting practice i think i was the best we are we were all terrible throwers
1: well it looked like yeah we had a lot of fun down there (laughs) and
0: uh they did let us we we cleaned up we made sure we left it like we did but we got a lot of great stuff we wanted to cut some video to show during this broadcast unfortunately i don't think that's going to happen unless We can quickly cut a couple of things together, but then after that, when we got back here, we set up, and then they had a little booth for us out on the concourse, which was super cool, and one of the better ideas that we've had, I don't even know who came up with the idea, but it was, we were handing out pamphlets, like Cooper showed, just explaining, like, hey, this is what's going on, this is what our podcast does, but then we started asking people, hey, tell us your favorite thing about West Virginia. We had some phenomenal answers, just very, they were short and sweet, but they were all different. And that is awesome. Actually, might try and cut that up so we can incorporate that in this production today because some people gave some good answers, some short, some long. But everybody just, hey, man, as we've learned about this podcast, people like talking about West Virginia. Well, it it, it, it doesn't matter if you're a well-known, influential West Virginian or just somebody that lives here. You like talking about West Virginia, and that's something we again discovered today. People love talking about why they love West Virginia.
1: Well, you could almost see a, a twinkle in their eye go off when you like when you're kind of like, oh yeah, like talk to you know talk to us about West Virginia, and then they started sharing you know a moment or a place or something they love about the state, and that's what we found. I mean, it's West Virginians are tremendously proud of their state. But you get people talking about the state, and it's something just makes you feel good. And I don't think any other state can maybe say that like West Virginia can. It feels like we're all a part of something. We all have an identity from the Mountain State. So yeah, that was really cool getting some you know live interaction from folks walking in here today at the Black Bears game.
0: Let's all go through right now favorite things about West Virginia. What what is it about West Virginia Cooper that you like the most?
1: To me, it, it, I mean, it, it's cliche, but it's, it's the mountains. I mean, I I, spend, I try to spend as literal much time as possible growing up, loving, living in Charleston, um, you know, getting out, like literally my story of, you know, cutting grass, being in my neighborhood, like being out in the outdoors shaped my, my childhood. But now as an adult, you know, getting out to these Dolly Sods, to, to the Fayettevilles, to the Spruce Knob areas, if you follow on social media, you've seen us on these little backpacking trips. I simply love... You know, we live, we're a digital media company. We're on social media all the time. But there is a tremendous merit and mental health aspect of getting out in nature, breathing in fresh air, walking on grass, you know, being in these West Virginia streams and going out there. And you always come back, I would say, even if it's just an afternoon hike, you know, you could go extreme, you know, like we do these big backpacking camping trips. But even just going out on a hike outdoors in West Virginia, I think the pandemic taught us that that is not only an option or yeah that's fun it's a requirement truly to be i think a healthy human to be connected to the earth and i think west virginia more so than any state has that just literally we live amongst the mountains we live amongst the streams we live amongst the hills so that's truly my favorite aspect of being home when i think of home in my heart it's being out in the woods and enjoying it with friends and family and just connecting with with the beautiful countryside that we have here
0: yeah i agree with you wholeheartedly I think all of that is very important
1: what's your favorite yeah yeah part of West Virginia the
0: people of course namely but you know you do carry this not a chip on your shoulder but not and it's not so much when you're in West Virginia you know when you're inside West Virginia. You love talking about West Virginia but it's really when you leave West Virginia that maybe you even like talking about it more because a lot of the time if you're if you're in an area you know outside of Pennsylvania Ohio Virginia you know North Carolina South Carolina Tennessee right that's kind of the regional area when you go outside of those areas there's a chance that you are somebody's first impression of being from West Virginia and I I love those moments because that's the I, I i take it as like a duty of like okay i've got to give the best first impression that i can of not just me as a person but right. i got to stand up for west virginia to a point because who knows how they've felt about west virginia what they've known about west virginia before you know meeting me and so i feel like it's my job to kind of set the the mark straight you
1: know 100 percent, and i mean in I think West Virginia. I like
0: that. I like doing that a lot of the times. So that's kind of one of my favorite things about West Virginia, I guess.
1: Well, West Virginia people, you could be almost out in like Utah and all of a sudden you're starting to talk to somebody. You're like, I got a feeling this person from West Virginia. We have yeah, a that way of like communicating yeah. with each other and the, and the people aspect of it. It does seem very, you know, very friendly, very welcoming, very like it's kind of a joke. Like you come to West Virginia and people that aren't from here, like, why the hell is everybody waving at me and smiling at me? Opening doors. And then when you leave the state and people don't open doors and smile and wave, you're like, God, people are kind of rude here. But it's just something that is a a part of our culture. It's like it's just an embracement of of community, of family, of friends, uh, of of doing, of being a part of your state. So the people in the mountains can't go wrong with those two.
0: Well, unfortunately, the Crosscutters have gotten on the board. An error turned into a score here for the Crosscutters. Again, getting on the board at one nothing. Pretty good inning here. A couple of uh, little blunders and then a good hit. A good single driving in the run with the error. But yeah, so we'll see if the Black Bears can't respond. They need to get out of the inning. Two outs, one on the board for the Crosscutters. And then cole evans taking
1: mountaineermedia.org cj that's where everybody can find our stuff you know it i know it but if you're listening tell a friend mountaineermedia.org that's where you find everything that's where you're going to be able to register for the that word's always give me trouble register some words restaurant register can't do it whatever reason that's where you're <laughs> going to go to mountaineermedia.org and that's where you're going to be able to sign up for the almost heaven classic That's also where you're going to find, maybe it's the big timber speaking here, Um, but that's where you're going to find blogs, podcasts, our small business partnerships. Uh, That's where everything lives. That's our home base. You can sign up for the newsletter. Mason cranks those out once a week. Uh, If you're on that newsletter, you might have signed up for the giveaway that we just had with Black Locust uh woodshop in charleston we gave away a topography map and if you signed up for it uh, damn near a thousand people signed up to win that thing uh and that's cool and we, we try to reward our fans with that effort there
0: all right a throw over to first ends the inning the cross cutters are up one nothing as we head into the bottom of the second things moving pretty fast here so we'll see if the black bears keep muster up some offense get on the board but uh yeah that is the home base for everywhere. We'll take a break at the bottom of the end. Yeah. We'll, we'll hit our first break after the Black Bears at-bat here. Like I said, kind of moving fast here. This game, it's only, uh, I guess, 7.30. But, um, yeah, you know, make sure to check out our webpage. You can't uh, sign up for the Almost Heaven Classic yet. Right. But that will happen you know, here in the coming months when we get that finally set up.
1: But you can, if you're a business or an organization, if we'll you're reach interested, out to us. that's different. Yeah. If you're interested in participating, maybe speaking, maybe being a sponsor, we do have a title sponsorship. Uh, Star USA, they are a title sponsor, but we have plenty of opportunities for your business or organization to get involved in the Almost Heaven Classic. You can email us, Mountaineer Media Podcast at gmail.com. Mountaineer Media Podcast at gmail.com and say, hey, what's going on? What can we do? Tell us your story. We'll work you into the mix. We'd love to have you. We'd love to hear about it. We'd love to include you in the Almost heaven Classic.
0: No doubt, man. No doubt. What this uh trip to Morgantown has been cool. We don't need to get in on all the details. Classic trip to Morgantown. Uh, you know, we got uh we had some fun on High Street last night. That's always a good way to kind of get back into the the groove of coming to Morgantown. We had a
1: great time last There's night. There's Johnny right there. Johnny What's Nick up, Madden? Johnny? Johnny sitting down there with the Mountaineer Media hat right there. Oh, that's oh, that's very cool. What's cool. yeah. up? Um, but, uh, one of our podcast guests. But see, this trip has been, I mean, a blast. I mean, well, what, what I'm was saying was, was that blast. we
0: went by. We were all roommates for three and a half years, which is crazy. Actually, the story of how we even became not became roommates, but just of uh, you know like how how lucky we were to end up being roommates kind of freshman year um, was was a, a funny story but it too, we went to our old our old stomping grounds we went to our, our last residence in Morgantown well, at least mine with you guys after I left you guys stayed around and, and found another dope place after after that but uh, that's a single the black bears are on the on base tying scores on first but we went by our old stomping grounds 215 and a half beachhurst man a lot of great memories were put into that place it's it's a funny thing in morgantown you come back and if you're breathing the air too much it's almost like it it sends you back in time it's like you're back in college again you got to be careful with how you spend your time in morgantown it's easy to get lost
1: <laughs> this place is not real it's like a it's it's a time warp it's a, it's a snag in the the space space time continuum, <laughs> continuum. <laughs> when, when you're here you feel like you're just alive and, and there's a there's a energy in the air when you bounce around morgantown any west virginia graduate knows exactly what we're talking about but we are me mason cj and corey Schaefer. we lived in sunnyside for pretty much our entire time we went to, we were in borman south our freshman year no AC on the fourth floor kind of sucked but we made it work and then we moved uh, throughout Sunnyside really bounced around on Beechhurst in and around Sunnyside for three years actually stayed for fifth year for an MBA Um, and I don't think we could have done college any better CJ in in West Virginia we did our fair share of of Morgantown activities um, which I'm talking about studying at the library Safe. Nice little out there. at
0: second, stolen base, runner in scoring position. No, man, I agree with you about uh, the college situation. We, we had our fair share of good times. What's crazy about going back to that freshman year story that I was saying, I didn't start at WVU, which kind of was a shock. Uh, I loved West Virginia growing up. Didn't start at WVU. Ended up transferring to WVU my second semester. And somehow, some way we ended up in the same dorm room Building Borman South, if you're familiar with Morgantown, has a couple of entryways. Yeah, and we ended up in the same entryway. Not only is it difficult to get in Borman South, we ended up in the same entryway, and which was insane. So we were two floors down from each other. I, I lived with another guy, and then it was you, Corey Mason, and Tanner um, Davis up top there. And we still had a good time back then. And then after freshman year, we moved into a couple of great spots. and Ultimately found our way. I think Beachhurst. We, we lived at Beachview, U-Place, and Beechhurst. Beachhurst by far, was our favorite spot, though. We were there for two years. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No
1: doubt.
0: 100%. We had a table that we, we threw a bunch of tailgate parties and a bunch of parties. We had a table that had, like, everybody's name on it. And we were just talking about that, but it's gone, isn't it? That that that's a piece of memorabilia that should end up in the Mountaineer Media Hall of Fame one of these days. But I think it's lost. <laughs> it's
1: prob- yeah. It's probably in a landfill somewhere. It did its job. I mean, it it it, it definitely
0: <laughs> resident pong table.
1: It it facilitated a lot of good times, uh, certainly, and it's cool. I mean, when you're a W graduate, you connect with West Virginians outside of you know at a alumni event or at an outing or something everyone wants to talk about their stories they want to talk about sunnyside they want to talk about back in their day the this happened what sports was going on major harris 19 this and all kinds of fun stuff so it's like oh we got a foul ball that's not going to hit us but it's oh well
0: it might have had it, it been coming have this way. Might hit a gentleman
1: there, but it is cool. I mean, like, I mean, I know, and look, we're not a West Virginia University podcast, but we we certainly skew. We're in favor of Mountaineers, right? We all went there, but um, but there is something about it connecting with the former WU graduates and just reflecting back on the Mountain State and your time talking about the couch burning, talking about maybe sipping on some moonshine. The couch um, burning
0: didn't happen very often, though. I I, I didn't see. You know, I'm gonna say I time. didn't see a single couch
1: burn. Did we see? It? No, it, we didn't. know we no, we did. From a, a distance, I did. It was a dumpster sliding down the hill, or was, I saw a dumpster now on that fire. that was a wild story. Sliding yes. down, yes. high street.
0: Actually, one of the other stories is West Virginia beating Baylor. Oh, that's a I shot. Fly ball to left. No outs here, but oh. not far enough.
1: Looked like to me do earlier. Some damage.
0: Today. Two runners aboard for the Black Bears in scoring position. One in scoring position. Okay. But that shot to left. Not enough for what you would call a sack fly definitely not deep enough to try and get a runner from third let alone from second we'll see here Caden Trinkle on at the plate
1: we do want to give a quick shout out I do want to give we talked about Mr. B Chips Rays Rub uh, but we also want to talk about um,
0: Trinkle excuse me you know what's funny hold on we'll get to the rest of that Caden Trinkle Hillsboro, Texas but he played at Oklahoma State so he's been to this park before. That's kind of cool. That he's playing for the Black Bears.
1: Two rivals. Yeah,
0: exactly. Pretty much, he played in the Big Twelve. So he came here for the uh, the Black Bears. Um, awesome. All right. Shout out to Greg Zimmerman. Saying it, our audio is
1: perfect. That is awesome. That is audio my dad. Video Hopefully, you're great. telling the truth, Dad. You're not just being a supportive. Yeah, father. I <laughs> hope not. I hope if one of these
0: mics isn't working, that you'd tell us about it. But kind of cool story for Trinkle here. Let's see if he can't uh, drive in some runs, collect a couple of RBI maybe. One out on the board. Oh, Oh, that's a base hit. Slaps one to left, and that play at the plate here. Hit it. He's safe, all right. And the Black Bears tie this game up one to one. Exciting stuff here at Mon County Ballpark. Bottom of the second, even tilted game here. I love it. You know what's really cool? We haven't even touched on this, but of course it's West Virginia Day. Here at Mon County Ballpark. You know, the meeting at the mound here. They're gonna talk to the pitcher, say, what's going on here? You got two runners aboard. You you good? They're gonna check in and see if this guy's doing alright early to try and take this guy out. But it's it's West Virginia Day obviously. Mon County Ballpark. The Black Bears running a special themed day. It's Cryptids Day. So they have special Cryptids uniforms. We don't have a, a close up visual but uh, from a distance these things are pretty sweet what are we looking at the cryptids uniforms. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we looking at you guys here <laughs> you guys hanging out with me or am i just talking to myself what's going hey you're on your tiktok long, here
1: what's going on it's been a long day
0: a long day well, this is game
1: time man well, this is the. well you know i mean you're your reporter. you're the sports reporter i'm uh, just saying what's we're going the on it's hard to
0: see in that box on the corner
1: what were you saying you were you were telling a story No, I I think I want to give just another shout out to all of our our brand partners. We mentioned Mr. B. Chips, Ray's Rub, Calvin Broyles, uh, but I did want to mention the fact that uh, Building Appalachia, Jordan and Jacob, two young studs, West Virginians, building, flipping real estate throughout southern West Virginia, incredible guys. If you need to sell your home, go to buildingappalachia.com. They've been wonderful partners and Mountaineer Employment Solutions. They've been wonderful partners as well. They employ people. They get you back to work in the mountain state. If you're a small business and you think, oh, I need to hire 10 people. I need to hire 20 people. How do I do that? I need to hire 100 people. Mountaineer Employment Solutions. Beamountaineer.com is where you can go to. They help you do it. They handle the payroll. They handle the HR. They handle the hiring. They find the talent. They match it with your company. And they've been great partners of the Mountaineer Media Podcast. That's Mountaineer Employment Solutions. Um, and that rounds out our sponsorships. And, again, those small businesses mean the world to us because they allow us to do what we do here at Mountaineer Media, but they also embody also what we embody of community in West Virginia in, in doing the right thing. So shout-out to all of them. They, they've been absolutely critical on this journey and allowed us to go on this journey, truly.
0: Critical in our success, no doubt. Mauricio Millen at the plate. He's a freshman at... Well, he's heading to Wichita State University to play baseball. So wow. the way this draft league works, a lot of these guys, so these guys are, wild. They're like are in college, 13, yes, yeah. and they are playing like summer league baseball. So pretty cool opportunity for these guys. A lot of West Virginia guys, again, WVU guys. But uh, some are still, well, they're not high schoolers anymore, but they just graduated. So Millen just graduated from El Paso Community College, and he is heading to Wichita State. So, neat story there. Hey, shout out to Matt Durrett. Very nice setup you guys have going on up there. Thank you very much, Matt. Man, you taught me everything that I know, basically. So, I appreciate you, Matt, Mer- Matt Durrett. Shout out to um, him and just uh, the whole crew at WCHS. Matt Durrett's a guy that I work with at the station, and he's, uh, he's my man. I'm lucky to know Matt Durrett, no doubt about it.
1: We've had so many people, C.J., that have helped Mountaineer Media grow. It's not me, C.J. And Mason, that have made this thing, you know, what it is. It's relationships. It's people saying, "Hey, I see what you're doing. That's awesome. Let me connect you with X, Y, Z. Let me refer you to this person. Let me recommend you look into this." So, Mountaineer Media. Yes, we're the people behind the microphones, but the whoever has the earbuds in their ear, they've made this podcast possible. Um, and, and they've helped us grow and tell these West Virginia stories. So your friend right there is a great example. He's also
0: uh, He also has Section 304 podcast, Section 304. Good little business. Uh, thousands and thousands of followers. They do really, really well for themselves, too, a West Virginia sports podcast. But uh, Section 304, a lot of great gear. Actually, I just saw this photo of John Crook, former Major League Baseball player. He's from Charleston and played, again, in, in the MLB. He was wearing some Section 304 socks. 36. So shout out to Matt Durette, section 304, and the rest of those guys. Pretty sweet stuff there.
1: Speaking of apparel, loving Dub V, Wonderful account. Bust those stickers out. Wonderful account. Thank loving V. They've been very friendly to us here at the Mountaineer Media Podcast. Uh, they look mentioned us on stickers. their show, show these today. Show
0: stickers to the. Look at the start. Yeah. Like really loving cool. WV
1: made these right. I don't know if all of them, but most of them, it looks like. I I'm think these are, sure. these are definitely their brand. But they're a great company, and they have a oh, special okay. a couple today. A couple of them definitely. Yeah. West Virginia Day. If you go to mountaineermedia.org, you get 15% off West Virginia Look Day. At this one.
0: Dolly Sods.
1: WV pretty Day. Sick. 15% off. The New River. Kind of hard to see. I don't know if you guys can see that or not, but 15% off. They've been blasting around. They gathered a bunch of West Virginia creators today. Really for a couple days, they've been promoting it and encouraging each other to support each other and help grow West Virginia businesses, e-commerce, and storytelling. So shout out to them. They've been a great uh collaboration. Again, it just goes to show that like, yes, we're the people behind the mics, but everybody steps up and helps you grow something in the mountain state. Mm. And that's what we try to encourage as well. So that's why we try to shine light on other people that are doing interesting things and in almost heaven.
0: Speaking of storytelling, let's get back to the story at hand. The Black Bears, two aboard, one in scoring position. We've got Xavier Pinales at the plate. He is a junior at Gonzaga trying to bring a couple of Black Bears home if he can. Foul ball sent to the backstop. Two outs, 3-2 count for Pinales, 1-1 one, one ball game, the Black Bears trying to take a lead here in the bottom of the second. See if they can turn things here. Take the lead.
1: I'm have to get a hold of that pepperoni roll here soon, CJ.
0: <laughs> we have a, a pepperoni roll. We'll be eating at the top of the third. Oh, that felt really hot, didn't it? That was a ball. It's a walk. Base is loaded for the Black Bears. Let's see who's coming up. (laughs) Free base runner. Pretty much. Again, two outs here. So the Black Bears looking for anything. Sack Fly won't do it. They need a single. They need a hit, a bloop, something. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see if the Black Bears can't, again, try and get some things going. Our special guest has arrived. Who it is? Well, you're going to have to wait until the top of the third inning to find out. You might recognize his voice, though, because he sounds a lot like his dad. <laughs> For better or worse And I don't know. We'll see, break? though. No, no, wait. wait we got to wait to see if the Black Bears score here no. or not. <laughs> we can't leave him hanging here. Two outs now. <laughs> Same curl back. That bat. Second go around. What's funny is I have done literally I, – actually, I have done no play-by-play. This is my true first play-by-play experience. I've, I've done highlights on TV, but I've never – I'm carrying the team. Good to know. Thank you. We're doing this thing. man. We're a duo. We're telling stories, having fun. I've never really done true play-by-play, so this is kind of a, an interesting opportunity to get involved for the first time. There we go. A shot to – to left and that is going to bring two in and the Black Bears take the lead maybe three and how about that a bases clearing double for Sam Crail and the Black Bears have taken a four to one lead over the Crosscutters. not a bad way to score with two outs on the board bring in three yeah, some good stuff. Color commentary, you're going to provide some? What did you think about the hit? Nice connection, b- bat to ball? Pure. <laughs> Pure. Yeah, that's right. No, that's all you need to do, man. It's a good deal. Did you ever play baseball? Like, what about Little League? Coaches pitch, T-ball?
1: What'd you run in track? Top.
0: That's tough. It's too a sprinter around the track twice. That's tough, (laughs) that's fucking tough. No shit, wow. Not bad. Sam Antonacci here at the plate trying to bring a fifth run home in this inning. Trying to bring Sam Creole in from second. So you got another runner in scoring position. We'll see if the Black Bears can't keep tacking on here. And the bottom of the second. My claim to fame and track is nothing that I actually accomplished, but it's somebody that beat me every time. Shout out to the Switzer family.
1: He used to beat me, too. He'd uh, he bring um,
0: Oh, your mic's unplugged. Let's get that thing plugged back in there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> technical difficulties, man. This is live production. <laughs> we're, we're getting fighting, 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 fopper Cooper was telling the telling the track story about how he won the state championship, and nobody will ever hear it. Well, no, not true. Sure. We came second in the county. Not a bad accomplishment. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks for whoever. <laughs> yeah, shout out to uh, gave us a notice on
0: Matt Durrett and Whitney Wetzel both letting us know that things <laughs> were uh, awry here. We're good. We're back in it. My claim to fame, going back to the track stuff, was nothing that I personally accomplished. I, I got a couple of ribbons, a third, a fourth, and a fifth place. Nothing insane. But every race that I ran, I ran the one in the 200-meter dash in eighth grade at Horseman Middle School. It was a kid from John Adams Middle School that won every freaking race. Ryan Switzer. Ryan <laughs> Switzer. Nah, at least if I'm going to lose, let it be to a player in the National Football League, right? <laughs> yeah, he cleaned up. Definitely cleaned up. <laughs> Guy played at George Washington High School, went to North Carolina. And look at that. The base is loaded again for the Black Bears. This is a might be a huge, huge inning. Might be able to add a couple of more runs on top of the four that they already have. But Ryan Switzer went on to UNC. He broke the NCAA record for punt return touchdowns. Yeah, That
1: kid was yeah. incredible. Should have had him at WU. That is a shame. Should have got, got him up to the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dana
0: Holgerson messed that one up. To, Dana, if you're watching or listening, you messed that one up. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it's Dana's following the Mountain Media
1: podcast, but... He might.
0: It is what it is, but <laughs> Ryan actually just signed. He He's back in the league. Just had a kid, and so he's trying to... I, I talked to his dad, Michael Switzer, great guy. He's a really good photographer in Charleston, and what he was saying is... Ryan's kind of, not a chip on Ryan's shoulder, but we're, Ryan had such a phenomenal career in high school and then obviously in college where he was an All-American. He still feels like he has left some stuff on the table when it comes to playing in the NFL and that he really is trying to just have one good season, and then that can be it. You know, he's got a kid, he's made money, as a wife. Things are good, but he, he wants one good season in the National Football League, and hopefully this is it. That would be awesome. Bases loaded. So good luck to Ryan Switzer and everybody else from West Virginia playing in some professional form.
1: A lot of professional athletes from the Mountain State. Oh, Rich absolutely. history. Yes.
0: Athletics is as deeply rooted to West Virginia as the pepperoni roll is. <laughs> Let's be honest.
1: Bases loaded. Blaze Brothers.
0: What a name, Blaze. Did you, Do you remember we had a professor in high school named Blaze? Do you remember that? He was a teaching assistant with Starks. (laughs) Robert Starks. And Blaze, he had this license plate. This dude was a dork. (laughs) He was neat. He was a cool guy. Science professor. But he was a total dork. But his license plate said Blaze on it. Like he was the coolest MFer in town. (laughs) I remember, yeah. He was a cool guy. (laughs) But he was such a nerd. I don't think him and Starks got along. Starks, if you're listening, I'm not throwing you under the bus. You guys just didn't get along, I don't think.
1: Oh, uh oh, nope. Cowboy. That is gonna that's gonna hit foul. my car actually parked over there at the Marriott. <laughs> that's running into the hotel. That's headed
0: that we're towards my car. Damn it! <laughs> we might have to go and find that ball later yeah. in the that dark when this game's over. Making a beeline to Actually, mine. the interesting fact of uh, today is that today is the second longest of, of the day, right? Second longest day of the year. Yesterday, wait, okay. Now I have a scientific question. Yesterday was the longest day of the year. Was the day before that the second longest day of the year, or is the day after the longest day of the year? The second longest day of the year. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it probably is the same. And that stay. is going to bring in a couple of runs. Look at that. Blaze Brothers sending a couple of runners blazing home. Well, they've really just opened it up here, CJ. A two RBI single, and the Black Bears continue to add on to the lead. It's 6-1. to one. Another runner in scoring position, and Blaze Brothers takes a spot on first. Well we had talked about going to a break, but man, the excitement (laughs) has been happening here in the bottom of the second, man. That's uh you
1: never know what to expect. Yeah, we can go to a break. Huh? Go to break or wait No, no,
0: we yeah, we'll we'll finish the inning when the bottom of the at the end of the second inning here we'll take a break. Hunter May. Oh bat.
1: But hit the damn guy. High and tight. What you call it? Oh shit! Two outs.
0: I think all six of these runs, five of the runs, at least,
1: have been with two outs. That's not bad. My dad reminded me. Shout out to Corey Bird. I played soccer with him. He was on my team called the Elk River Thunder, and he's bounced around a lot of uh, different professional baseball. He's been, he's made it all the way up to the major leagues. He's now signed with the Dirty Birds in Charleston. I'm pretty sure he just won the game for him his first week uh, being there. Did you watch I went to sports? Did you see me report on Corey Bird? Did not miss. I did nah, not see that
0: special. It, but when you're in Charleston, I thought I figured you'd be tuned in to watch me do my sports segment.
1: Shout out to Corey, great guy. We grew up with him, and now he's in Charleston. Playing for the Dirty Birds. Corey,
0: so Corey Bird, I've done a couple of stories on Corey. Yeah, like you said, incredible dude. One of the better baseball players to ever come out
1: of the Canal Valley. All-star Herbert
0: Hoover went to Marshall, was an All-American. Not a big guy. Got w- those guys. He, like he's yeah. like he's put on like, oh, right, like 50 pounds of muscle. Yeah, he's tall over his yeah, he's, like, he's lean. But, but he's that built that. Been, you know
1: what I'm saying like. Yeah. What'd you say again? He's like built that. Growing up, Corey was never the biggest guy, but he's worked so hard. Yeah. He's been dedicated to baseball. He's he's built a tremendous career kind of it. a
0: crazy story he spent five years in minor league baseball and made it up he, he spent a couple of years in double-a made it to triple and was playing great great baseball and look at this man the black bears just keep on going the Crosscutters finding no rhythm here 6-1 yet again the bases are loaded two outs and they're gonna visit at the mound to see if they can't calm this guy down and say what the fuck is going on dude come on <laughs> <laughs> Clean it up a little bit. <laughs> we're NSFW, right? <laughs> Did we put that on there?
1: Yeah, I don't think we have any children watching this. So you never I know. think we're <laughs> we're fine here. <laughs> we're amongst friends.
0: Regardless, uh, Corey Bird again spent five years in the minor leagues, made it up to Triple A ball for the Miami Marlins. Got called up one time. Got called up to the Marlins. And the day that he got called up and he was supposed to play, they sent him back down. So he never got to play with the Miami Marlins. Kind of a, a sad, sad story to that point, but Corey now, uh, like you'd said, talk about a welcome home. Came back in his first game with the Charleston Elk Dirty River Birds, yep. scored the yeah Elk River kid, scored the winning run, and then the next night brought in the winning run, earned the winning run. Uh, incredible story. So congrats to Corey Bird and welcome home, man. I, he's a great, great guy. Awesome interview. Very faithful man. That guy gives all glory to God. He's you know, some more than others. You know. Made,
1: made of the cloth, as they say? Yeah, pretty much, man. Oh. Pretty much. Shout out to Corey.
0: No, no doubt about it. And Corey Bird is a uh, phenomenal baseball player. He's crushing it right now with the Dirty Birds. We've got a new pitcher in. The Black Bears have rattled the Crosscutters.
1: I might get us more beer, CJ. What do you think?
0: You're going to get one right now in the inning?
1: I mean, people were listening. You leave
0: me Hank. (laughs) color commentary dudes leaving me (laughs) in the middle of the (laughs) inning. I mean, we 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 could go to commercial break now, I guess,
1: and come back. But
0: you're about to ditch me to go get another beer. I mean,
1: it's not it's it's beer for the team. What are you talking about? (laughs)
0: Beer for the team, man.
1: (laughs) That's my role. I'm playing my role. I'm playing my role. My What's your role, role is not then? Well, I the beer guy. On my team. Oh, I mean, just supporting <laughs> the team in general. You know what I'm saying? What about water? Can water fuel you here? You get a little sip there. Big Timber. Shout out Big Timber. If you're in West Virginia, I mean, we've we've checked out Fife Street Brewing, a new brewery in, Five Charleston. Sick in Charleston. I want a partnership with the brewery. So if you know a brewery, reach out to us. We want to partner with you. There's so many cool West Virginia breweries uh that are popping up all over which is great to see that industry take hold in west virginia charleston's newest one is no, fight straight brewing did you was, play cornhole <laughs> we did no. not play cornhole it was literally 111 degrees outside <laughs> when i was there so you would pass away <laughs> if you played cornhole um but they do have that and it's outside and i think we're gonna try to do a live event there cj maybe this fall yeah. no, do I, a I, meet up with our fans a, a little um, happy hour event Nothing like it, just feels good supporting a West Virginia beer. And shout out to, hold on now, Dr. Brent, what's his last name? On the podcast. Oh, Brent Bailey. Brent Bailey. Look at that. Another. The Black
0: Bears continue to bring in some runs there. This is getting embarrassing now. Here Do they have Ray the Junior mercy rule right
1: in Draft League Baseball? It might be in effect tonight. The Black Bears are <laughs> putting it on them. It's but 8 1. I don't to think one. they have that, but. Well, they might have to <laughs> institute and hear it, it. here. <laughs> in Montegalia County what but is this blowout here clean water makes good beer guys remember this yes. we had a, we had a guy on the podcast he's a West Virginia Land Trust he's the director of the West Virginia Land Trust clean beer makes good water or no clean water makes good beer um, it's it's an advocacy work to remember that the environment did you say in- before that Clean beer makes good water. Well, <laughs> Other can way it around. Work both ways. I don't Maybe know. <laughs> um, if you drink beer like water. <laughs> right. This is not your Michelob Ultra. This is heavy West Virginia craft beer, and they do it. Uh, and he anyway, he was talking about their partnership collaboration with the breweries in West Virginia to promote sustainable economic or economic and environmental impact policies yep. in West Virginia but it also directly ties the thing we all like so if you like beer hey care about the water keep yeah. our water clean
0: no that's uh that is literally a, great an loader. initiative a great they time. have going on look we all know there there's a story every day about how not clean the water is depending on where you live so cleaning water and sticking it and using that in the beer, I think that is uh,
1: the Oak River, good that was right near my house. <laughs> good so call. We need to avoid that again.
0: Well, if you're north of the plant, <laughs> you yeah, Who decided? not terrible.
1: Let's find the West Virginian that, I mean, and shame them who put the plant above the water system. <laughs> yeah, like, I I mean, Let's be real.
0: I don't know why. I don't, I don't know how that or below the water system or below here, the filter.
1: No, we won't solve that mystery here today <laughs> That's at like the, going on down the podcast, black but <laughs> we have to be authentic about these conversations forever.
0: <laughs> are Trinkle that bad here. Running and scoring position. Two on, two outs, one two count. Eight one. The black bears are in front. Nope. Chopped it foul. Outside of first baseline here. Nice, not a bad crowd. It's a Monday night. You don't know what to expect. Monday night. Yeah, it's although good crowd. it is a beautiful, beautiful evening. You know what's awesome about coming up here? A couple of things. This has been the first time it's been the first trip to Morgantown for me in a while. And you get up here, you look out, man. I mean, it is a beautiful, beautiful spot here on top of this mountain here in Morgantown. Just great look over downtown. And this might be the out, the ends the inning. Looks like yes, it it. is. Caden Trinkle ground out to first, and that ends the inning. But how about the West Virginia Black Bears scoring eight runs here in the bottom of the second. Eight to one on top of the uh, the crosscutters. And with that, Mountaineer Media going to take a break here in just a second. Our special guest, Andy Caridi, coming up next. You won't want to miss it. We'll be right back on Mountaineer Media. Tell me when. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Are you a cheerleader or a play-by-play expert? One of the two. (laughs) Mace, we good? All right, good deal. Everybody, welcome back to the West Virginia Black Bears game here. The Black Bears leading 8-1 in the top of the third. The Crosscutters at bat. Our special guest in the booth, a man that is very comfortable in the booth, Andy Caridi. My man, what is going on? How are you? Not
2: too much, man. How are you doing? Uh, You know, you were okay. jumping in trying to do play-by-play <laughs> before. It, you said it was the first time.
0: True, true first time. I, I've dabbled in yeah. sports, you know, reporting. I know what, it, what to do. I know some of the terminology, maybe not as crisp, but it's a different beast when you got to do it live. It's completely different. The first time I did anything was <laughs> a
2: volleyball scrimmage for WVU. <laughs> what a
0: sport to start with. I know. <laughs> and
2: and I've, I tried to jump on get words out nothing came came out <laughs> and so like i i finished the scrimmage and i was driving home i was like this is not gonna work <laughs> out like <laughs> i don't understand how these people do it uh nah, it's not gonna nah, work nah. out that's not good um so all to say i, I don't think you can do it any- like nothing is more difficult the first time true if that makes sense yeah so no, I agree. like i was listening to you yep. and I was like i remember that <laughs> yeah yeah right there man. I've, I've been there I've literally been there. it's
0: in your blood though I'm sure you get this not very often, right? <laughs> the Son of Tony. Yeah, you know, every every, you know, now, every now it now is though. what it is. That car- Karidi name holds a lot of weight. Was he hang. nice to
2: you today? Did you talk to him? Yeah, we did. Okay. Did he tell you about that? Well, I knew he was meeting with you guys. Yeah, I know
0: we hadn't really talked about that. But yeah. yeah, we met your dad today. I, I've known him actually. We don't need to dive too deep, but Andy, whether, whether you know it or not, you probably you set me on the trajectory that I've been on because. You connected me our senior year. You and I had gotten to know each other really well, and you would connected me with your dad to meet him in person. And your dad gave me some very powerful career advice and really set me up with the job that I took in Charleston to WCHS. My first job out of college was a sports reporting job. I got lucky to do it in my hometown. Mm-hmm. But had it not been for you connecting me with your dad, who kind of gave me the confidence and gave a phone call of recommendation to Mark Martin, my boss. I'm not sure that I would have the job that I do. So I owe a lot of success to our relationship and to you kind of hooking me up with uh, your your relationships, your connections, man. So I don't know if you have a rebuttal to that, but I appreciate everything that you've done. Absolutely. You know, for me, too. But.
2: Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, it's only because you're cool. Right. Only because you're 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 one of a one of the a, cool dudes. That's one way to put it. But uh, <laughs> no nah, man. I mean like, anything I could do to hook up the homies. Yeah. We'll so, good deal.
0: Uh, Andy, tell us like what is going on with you right now? So you told us you started you did a volleyball scrimmage, but that was
2: okay. That was twenty. 20- 14? Yeah, I, it literally <laughs> almost ten years ago. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. no, uh, no, totally not where I was going with <laughs> no, no, that no, no, at all. No, but not just, asking, just at no, 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 just just uh, for context. Second time. No, 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 just for context. Yeah, I mean, eight yeah. years ago, almost a decade. But man, this is what you wanted to do, wasn't it? Play by play. Yeah, it was. It really was. Was there ever any other thought, any other option? Um, like, you know, and I'm gonna be like an environmental engineer. You know, <laughs> I had always wanted to
2: do something that was good for people I think was the only thing that really gave me any interest to do anything like that so it was like in and play by play is sort of really not related to that whatsoever but I always felt like <laughs> doing something for the good of people, made more sense than doing good for, not not even doing good, but you get what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. So I had no idea what I wanted to do, frankly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I got to high school, and it's like, okay, like, science is decently cool, like, you know, um, I hated math. Um,
0: which is funny, because the two brothers that you have, both are in finance, yes, right? Yes, yes, they both got <laughs> finance degrees, two ironically. Two of the three, two of the three yeah. sons are yeah. <laughs> in finance.
2: Which, which is weird, though, because I feel like they're more creative than me. I feel so like they're more creative the than other me. way around. And it, yeah, exactly. So, you know. Um, but no, I, I, I really didn't have any idea. Like, I always had the feeling that I was, like, whatever I was going to end up doing, like, I was going to figure it out. And that kind of happened. So I was watching the NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup final. Yep. Because I had played, like, hockey videos right now going back yeah. from NHL 07. Yeah. And when I heard Gary Thorne do the announcing on NHL 07, and he called a goal, and I was like, that was pretty cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> for HL whatever. Yeah, so I was like, for whatever. inspiration. Yeah, I'm serious. I swear. I swear. Um, I was playing like a franchise mode as the Sabres, and I was playing against the Atlanta Thrashers, RIP. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Ilya Kovalchuk was one of the better players there, and he scored a goal on me. Like, juke me out. The computer juke me out. And Gary Thorne's like rubbing it in. He's like, what a goal. I'm like, <laughs> The computer right. shit. Yeah, and I, was, yeah and I was like, all right, that was pretty sick. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to lie. The goal yeah. was sick. Like, Gary Thorne made that sick. <laughs> And so I'm like, all right, that's pretty sweet. Like that, that, that's a weird moment that sticks to me for some reason. I've
0: never heard that story. Yeah.
2: yeah, True story. True story. That's it. So that's exactly what happened. And then, uh, you know, I played the NHL games a little bit further on. Yep. And then, uh, you know, just got to doing it. And for whatever reason, I never really watched hockey in particular until the 2010 playoffs between the Flyers and the Blackhawks. And it was like during the summer, I wasn't doing anything. And I turned like, I didn't follow the season at all that year. Um, and uh, I, I got to just, like, watching the game, and it was like, I think I watched game one, 6-5 was the final. Doc Emmerich was on it, and, like, as soon as I started watching. You fell in love. Yeah, because it was Doc Emmerich. Well, I mean, the sport was obviously Legend. the holder for that. But Doc Emmerich, his energy and the way that he made vocabulary work into an enjoyable experience to just, like, you know, make something a little more surreal, which I, th- I feel like was the best thing that he did. Yeah. He made sports surreal, but in, like, a palatable, relatable, exciting way. And for me, it's like, I didn't have, I don't have, like, supreme intelligence. I don't have...
0: You have a, a strong have, so command I've, of the English language. Yeah, exactly,
2: though. exactly. So I was nervous to play sports growing up my entire way. I was like, anytime there was, like, a little bit of added <laughs> pressure, past like, elementary basketball, dude. North League at, a, <laughs> at a North, North Elementary. League. Yeah,
0: Oops. Well, I was, I was pretty good. That doesn't surprise but me. You're also 6'4"? 2. 6'2", two. alright. Shortest <laughs> was in my two family. Inches. Shortest yeah. Yeah. in my family.
2: But, no, I mean, like, whenever I got to middle school, it's like all this, like, pressure of, like, expect to be, like, decent or just, like, do anything, you know, in sports was, like, too much for me. And so I just, like, completely withdrew. Interesting. Um, yeah. You yeah. only played
0: one, like, ninth grade year? Uh,
2: yeah, so I played basketball. Or did you play every In year? middle school. Okay. Uh, no, No sixth grader made the team in middle school made the team 7th and 8th grade year okay. I want to say. I don't really remember. I hope
0: if you made it in 7th that you also made it in 8th. Yeah, I mean like I probably <laughs> did, but again,
2: I didn't really I didn't really care that much cuz it just like freaked me out yeah. so much. But anyway, so freshman year I didn't play sport. No, I played I played soccer. I played half year soccer. My ninth grade year, 10th grade year played JV basketball. Junior year I didn't do anything. And then I actually played hockey my senior year co-ed for uh, JV and the uh, Mohawks for uh, the Morgantown Hockey Team, which is a collective between Morgantown High, yes, uh, University High, had some kids from, like, Preston, and so... Because
0: uh, when there's only one school that has it, a lot of other schools... Yeah, yeah, play,
2: there right? are not enough players for a single team, so exactly. it all it all combines yeah. into uh, the same group. And that, that came with my, my passion in hockey, so I was like, screw that, I... Uh I want to give I want to give this hockey thing a shot, and that's the most fun I've had ever playing a single sport. But going back to the original thing, it's like <laughs> even hockey. Like my, my first game of hockey that I played, I was like, "Whoa!" I like mentally, like for whatever reason, I just didn't have like the toughness or whatever it would be. It's a like, you know, sport. Could, yeah, well, you I just kind of psych myself out. That's what I do. But to the to the to the and point I'm trying to make was like speaking for the most part, as long as people weren't looking at me. I, I just got over that, like, within the last couple of years. But as long as people weren't looking at me, I would be totally good. So it was like, you know, I'd, a- I'd be asked to do the, uh, the announcements for uh, like high the school. school yeah, someone's like, yeah. hey, like, so-and-so's not here. Do you want to do them? And I'm like, plus
0: we'll be late today. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was, like, I was like, I could do that. Yeah. That's super easy. And so I did that, and, like, I always felt comfortable. I don't enjoy the announcements or anything like yeah. that, but, you know, I, I feel like there was a part of public it... public speak. Yeah, exactly, where I finally figured out, I was like, okay, so I have enthusiasm for the game, I have confidence in speaking, I feel like I can put these two things together, Yeah, and out of it, you end up gets getting play-by-play, which is pretty funny, all things considered, because you bring up my dad, and it's like, okay, well, like, duh, genius. Like, that was kind of, <laughs> yeah. like, waiting for you the Not entire easy, time. Though. No, but I, I kind of had to, like figure it out myself you know sure. what I mean yeah
0: and so like that's, that, a, that's a great point yeah Derek. yeah exactly I never he didn't, I mean he taught you some things I'm sure absolutely but until you until that light flicks on in your head mm-hmm. you have no idea what you're doing right
2: right and it's like you can lead a horse to water but you can't make a drink and it's like <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I feel like for what people yep. what they really want to do like in terms of like passions and stuff like that like you know you can show people stuff but in a in a way there's a nice shot to center field um still late one uh you kind of have to like, you have to go through like a self discovery process. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, bringing uh, th- your story up to full speed a little bit, we are here at the Black Bears game. You were a former play by play announcer yes. for yes, the Black I was. Bears. <laughs> Wait, that's insane yeah. when you kind of think about it. Yep. How far your journey's kind of taken you when you get to this point. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, it totally is. I was super, I, I feel like every chance I got. In doing broadcasting work is just extremely lucky, like lucky I, but skill. Yeah, like lucky. don't get me wrong. You like, got some skill to be lucky I, sometimes. Yeah, I put the work in at every at every every stage. Like, the entire way through high school is like I was watching sports, listening to broadcasters like every night. You yep. know what I mean? So like, yep. I was I was accumulating that knowledge. But you know, obviously, I had my connections to start doing stuff for WVU Sports Yep. Um, when I was in school. So that was like a select couple events there, um, which was good. Uh, WVU Hockey, shout out to them. They gave me the opportunity and bought, you know, some equipment to do a live streaming thing for them. Basically exactly what we're doing right now. (laughs) is the same look. The camera was on top of a locker room. (laughs) And and we had a person, people who were cool enough to do the, uh, you know, to do the the camera work as well as like work on some technical stuff and even yeah. some players who weren't playing to do yep. a color commentary so that was like 20 25 games for three years while I was in school along with the WVU sports Good stuff job, and then uh, you know with the, the Black Ge- Bears obviously we got everything sorted up and Kyle Wiggs was doing home and away games their first year because he was the first yes he did he did the first year which was 2016 um, Is or maybe 2015. It was 2015. Okay, so seven years. Yeah.
0: Wow. Still.
2: So he did 2015, but dude, this was the New York Penn League back when they were yes. you know before COVID and everything like yep. that. So and still had an affiliation. He <laughs> would be doing three games here, and like have a day off, or maybe not have a day off, and then travel to like. Staten Island yeah. on a bus yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then come back. Team, they're not flying everywhere No, and work is like 4 a.m. to 5 a.m. Morning show Yeah, for Metro right, news, because he was
0: literally on the radio And then too.
2: at night would come back to do these games, wow. then travel, and it's like That's not sustainable. No, so for sure. So, the, so that they was- you on?
0: Yeah, exactly. To so do that, away games? Yes, yeah. so that was the championship year in 2015. Oh, what's cool about first that, I, you're young, so I'm sure like traveling was it, it doesn't beat you up as much as it oh yeah
2: kyle. oh no absolutely not absolutely not and i was only doing the road games so obviously kyle did the home games i was doing the uh the away games but it was fun because it was like i wasn't really doing anything in the summer yeah so what would happen is yeah, we would exactly. just take we would take bus trips we would go to these like random places i actually been to williamsport like a bunch of times have you yeah, yeah. and i i really enjoy their stadium um <laughs> but yeah we would we would just take like three day or the long trips would be six day road trips three here read another place and then come home. I mean, the bus rides sucked, but it's like, like you know, you said I was 21, 22 years old. It's like, I didn't care. It was fine. They gave me per diem, like, 75 bucks a day. <laughs> I could spend that on whatever I wanted, and I usually didn't, so I would end up saving it. That's the lesson. So, if
0: you really want to travel for free, just do road
2: baseball play-by-play. Yeah. Play. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and, and so I enjoy doing that. It's like, in a, in a weird way, I enjoy seeing all these places that aren't, you know, like, super... Uh, you know they're not yeah, tourist like Williamsport baseball. is yeah is not they're not tourist destinations no. but it's it's cool to go on and do that and like same goes for when i was doing shepherd stuff um, for them like i got to see every school in the state at the division 2 level for the yeah. most part and oh, go yes, to places exactly that i never doing been, been play by play to for
0: Martinsburg football mm-hmm. you only did home games for Martinsburg No i did everything for them you did away yeah. games too and uh-huh. then same thing for shepherd yep. so you were yep. seeing a bunch of high schools yep. in West Virginia but also Yes Virginia, mm-hmm. and did they play some Maryland teams too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every now and then, but yeah. it was
2: mostly mostly West Virginia and yeah, Virginia. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, had yes. a, a lot of those Panhandle teams, yeah, of course. But
0: yeah. yeah, man, I mean, you have had a lot of very cool experience for somebody that's very young. I wouldn't go that far to say very young well, anymore. Yeah, I know. I at this <laughs> roster, I was laughing because these guys are like two thousand one, yeah, two thousand two. Yeah, so I was literally some of them are yeah. graduating high school, about to go to college, fun well, to play ball.
2: Fun note on that is I was I was these kids' age when I was doing it, and all, know, all of funny. the guys that I would do them do the games for that were my age, are now making their pirates debut. Sublime so Adris, for example, okay, was with us in 2017. He's making his debut tonight, and he <laughs> no like way, yeah, cool. he's yeah. making it. So like finally they're drafted all the way back, and finally and finally they made it. We to the get to the do it. Leagues. Yeah, but like Blind Adris, one time I was on the bus and he was like. Nice shoes, man. I was like, thanks. They were the Nike Lunar Epics. <laughs> they were sick shoes. That's cool. And I wore them into the dirt, That's but yeah. Cool. I um, do think you and
0: I have different paths, but we, we've been fortunate enough to be involved with some incredible opportunities. We've been able to, to meet people that most people don't get to meet and greet with. Yes. We've been inside, you know, media access only or behind-the-scenes player only Parts of stadiums and arenas, and so we are given this gift of what we call a media pass that opens doors for us that not everybody gets to open. Uh-huh. And that's that's unique. And although there are some cons with it, of course, we're seeing this great migration across the United States for every job, certainly journalists, that is not you know, yeah. still is a part of what's going on. Journalists are leaving that, this industry left and right. Some sports journalists, of course, but at the end of the day, every there's not a sports journalist in the world that won't tell you that they're incredibly lucky yeah. to do the things that they're doing because they're given – that it's the only way to get in the, the locker room uh, without being today. a baseball player yep. or oh. a player, yeah. yep. and we're, we're blessed in a way. So, um, anyway, kind of going to, to the question I was asking, like, sure. I know that, man, you're not, you know, you're not uh, calling – you know, an NHL team <laughs> yet, quite, but no. man, like that's that's the path. That is the grind of the industry. You know, to get to those points, and it's shit like going to Staten Island on a yeah. Tuesday night, bussing <laughs> eight hours home. Yep, you know, six hours, probably six hours to get to Staten Island. But those are when you, those are the moments that you, you're probably going to end up looking back on, and thinking, man, yeah, th- that was worth it. Even, you know, whatever it is that anybody does in the future, mm-hmm. moments like that that, mm-hmm. man, that, that I'm glad that I did that. You know, I
2: consider myself so lucky because I still feel like, and I'm probably sober in the thought of thinking this, is, like, I m- have never felt like I really had to, like, grind terribly at any point. Yeah. You know, and that includes those long bus rides. Yeah. You know, the the junk of whatever it's doing. But I feel like I've been fortunate enough like not have to feel like that even yet this far in um, and whether that is probably the rally even not actually being that difficult or oh um, or just the the enjoyment and fulfillment you get by doing this type of stuff takes away all the yeah. whatever the bad would be you yeah. know what i mean
0: bad bosses it's not it, a huge paycheck no <laughs> you know, yeah exactly
2: it's yeah. it's like, it's like you know yeah, uh, umpires don't ump the games for <laughs> yeah. you know a, a yeah. hefty paycheck they do it cuz they they enjoy doing exactly. it so that's kind of the yeah. that's exactly. kind of the key to it
0: what what strikes me is uh what's funny and it, i guess it would make sense obviously your dad does football and basketball uh-huh. for WVU but man your sports you love hockey and you love soccer would you take those two over most sports any day of the week um broadcasting
2: yeah Hockey's fun because it does all the work for you. The the best way to announce now, hockey Doc is speaks just speaks
0: lightning fast. Yeah, yeah, and He's so like working. I
2: got a I got <laughs> attention deficit disorder, a little bit. <laughs> so it's like to have a sport do that for you, and just kind of be able to capture your attention the entire way, and the only time the clock goes down is when things are actually happening. Yep. Um, that's really good. Yeah. So hockey's very good for that. I enjoy soccer because it's similar to baseball, where you have a flow to it. And you can kind of talk about whatever you want until things actually happen. Um, but I don't know. I like the variety personally. I like being able to bounce from, from sport to sport. Because um, that, that keeps things interesting. Um, you know, every sport is different. Every game is different. No doubt. Um, so, yeah, I like being able to do all of them. Real, which is which is crazy because it's like I don't think I when I started doing this I was like I really don't care for anything else besides just like just want to be hockey guy like that's it but then you know, you start doing it and all of it's fun it's worth it yeah, yeah. exactly all of it's in fun if you get fulfillment from all of it so. of
0: your brothers who was the best video game player uh they don't me brave, you end up playing a bunch against oh each other. me I'd kill him
2: Michael was good for a while but. That's my older brother. Matt was never he's Matt's never been. No. A video game guy. <laughs> no, no, no. No, he gets it's too much for him. He gets he gets he gets too stemmed and then can't handle like the pressure. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the other hand, I'm playing like FUT Champs, which is competitive FIFA every weekend basically. <laughs> yeah. I'm like super locked in, dude. I'm grit my teeth and like I, I, I need that competitive, like, yeah. part, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. some people do it through pickup basketball. Some people do it through, like, you know, whatever pickup sport. But uh, FIFA's usually that outlet for me. I'm trying to find a seven-on-seven seven league this year. Interesting. I got, yeah, I got some buddies in the fall who, All right. you know, I wouldn't mind getting five-spotted and killed by some team but as long as I can get, you know, something competitive, and that's fine. I, I think I have worked past my competitive uh, <laughs> paralysis. Were you the most
0: competitive of the brothers?
2: Um... Yeah, maybe at a, at a point I kind of let that like slide because it didn't make sense anymore. I, I feel like Michael. Yeah. I feel like Michael is probably yeah. the most competitive.
0: Speaking of, thank you.
2: That would probably Cooper make Mason,
0: sense. Welcome back, Johnny. What's going on?
2: Cooper named after the Black Bears mascot, by the way. <laughs> you
0: know, wait, do you know that story? No, I don't. We kind of got the story of like somebody said, "What do we name the mascot?" And this is shout out to uh, Trevor Anderson, the marketing guy that hooked us up with this. He said. Somebody, he was telling us a story like, what do we name the mascot? And this guy's like, what about Cooper after Cooper's Rock? He's like, nah, that's kind of dumb. And then the first oh, night, yeah. it was like, bring on the mascot, Cooper. And they were like, wait, I didn't think we were picking that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like, oh, whatever. Uh, going back to um, your passion for <laughs> both broadcasting and sports. Dude, you've been doing a bunch of eSports stuff here so- or recently or Yeah, recently, well. recently, yeah. So Man, eSports is just such an... In- Anomaly because it's really not. An anomaly is not a right, the right way to put it, but, man, it has just captured so much attention and yeah. popularity here recently. It's just been fun to watch the growth of eSports and streaming yep. video games Yep, because everybody
2: plays them. It's And that's exactly it, right. That's exactly right. Is, that, it,
0: is it because people can relate to it more? Yeah. Not everybody knows every detail of a baseball game, mm-hmm. football, all of the intricacies mm-hmm. and the details, but... Everybody knows how to pass and juke people in FIFA, you know, circle button in Madden. Uh-huh. Everybody knows what that's that yep. how it works. Is that why it no, becomes so popular? No, that's
2: exactly why. It's like, you know, look at look at the Black Bears, for example. You know how hard and difficult it is to get all these pieces in place, have a stadium like this, sell tickets, True. sign players. Esports is pretty easy. Esports, you have a product that's already done for- that <laughs> it basically requires a couple of cameras. And an internet connection. That's true. And not everybody, like a, a very small majority of people are playing sports. Yeah. In reg- in, compared to people who are playing video games. Yeah. Dude, everybody plays video games. That's true. For the most part. It's very so true. So it's like, if everybody plays this, enjoys this, why are esports growing like crazy? Because everybody plays esports and everybody enjoys yeah. video games. Pretty simple. Yeah.
0: So. what do you enjoy the most about calling esports games? Um, it's the same I mean if you've been doing what? Rocket League, what what are all yeah, the Yeah, I've done that some been? I've
2: done Rocket League, I've done some Madden, which is football obviously. Did you do the you did
0: the college tournament? I
2: did the uh, FIFA National Championship. The FIFA National yes, Championship. Collegiate. I you did the Madden championship Mm-mm. too. Okay, okay. No. Nope. Hopefully I can check that one off the uh, the yeah, resume yeah, next year when days. they do I it again. You but you
0: did like some college football. National they did. They did mad, okay. na- mad national but championship. You, you, weren't a part. No, of that. no, no. I was I not thought, a part okay, of that. Okay, that was mean, the I one
2: get. that uh, Noah Johnson for WBE Sports. Dude,
0: Noah Johnson's a uh, world household name. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because of his uh, skill. But continue. You've done some FIFA. You did Rocket League. Yeah. So just by the way, it's eight <laughs> one. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. The yeah. Black Bears. Ryan McCoy with a double. Andy, how, how uh, is my play-by-play thus far? Grade um, me on a scale of <laughs> one to ten. I haven't done much. For years hi- since you joined, I blame you. I'm it. highly critical of <laughs> wait, broadcasters. Oh wait, I don't want the <laughs> highly critical <laughs> assessment. I need the like the pat on the back, like yeah, you're doing all right. No, man. you could do this. <laughs> you could do this. Um, it's in. It is a, when you. So if I'm giving you a handicap, I'll give you a... Uh, <laughs> what, is, yeah, what is my handicap? First time, but I'm also a professional sports journalist, so I, I feel like there's true. Like a mix of... That's true. Maybe I should be better than I actually am. I uh, don't know. I'm a talker, not so much the play-by-play style. It's a different style of communication. Completely.
2: Completely. It's so unnatural. It is very unnatural. Yeah. That's a good way and to that's what, And that's why I think people kind of, like, <laughs> pick up when they start yeah. doing it because it's, like, yeah. you feel almost stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it doesn't it, – it's it's completely unnatural. But I'd yeah. uh, be a six.
3: All right. I, <laughs> I mean, six it's right.
2: is very fair. <laughs> yeah. First
0: time. I mean, like, I feel like six is the the average of – Could you connect – were you ever any good at baseball? Yeah, I was all right. Okay. Yeah. You should have seen us at BP. Then you would have been oh, very you guys took BP. Yeah, they let us out on the field. Oh, that's awesome. We took BP not with anybody. It was us. Th- Still doesn't matter. It was the fun. The, the actually, BP. the whole setup there. I mean, it was it was cool. I saw your guys' picture. Yes. And I was yeah, like, okay, that, that's cool. it's batting practice beforehand.
2: Uh, that's out of play. Everything's locked in. No, but that's awesome, dude. I've never taken BP. I never took BP when I was doing Black Bears. I've never taken BB for uh for WVU. But yeah. no, that's fun. I, and I've actually never, I've never. Hit a baseball or like done BP as like an adult. Like the last time I hit any baseball that was pitched to me, I was probably like
4: <laughs>
2: eleven or twelve. You, but yeah. my no, hand eye is like. good, dude. Video <laughs> games will will keep that hand eye good. That's um, very true. And I, I like <laughs> to finger right? <laughs> finger. <laughs> like I I like kind of I like to stay physically fit. So like today, for example, I uh I went to work, went to the gym after, shot some basketball, hit the heavy bag, cut some grass, there you like. Go. And I to tell you, it, it,
0: a couple of things. I was trying to yeah. go somewhere. I, the direction I was going has uh, has been lost. But we've played basketball a couple of times. I'm One so much particular.
2: better. I'm so much better than I was when I when I played with you guys. I was wow, terrible. Okay, I was. That's I was terrible. So know, when I did we pick we, up.
0: Played, uh, we had nine people, <laughs> which is. Li- Either the worst or the best number to have. Obviously, <laughs> ten is great. No, that's well said. Eight is okay because you can go four on four. That's well Nine said. Nine is just a weird situation where you're like, well, who who on the street can we go recruit <laughs> to play a quick game? We played three on three. Three teams at three. That's actually a need. lot of fun. No, that's what you need It to worked do. out. Yeah. You came in. Nobody knew who you were. You balled out. Ah, that's an exaggeration. <laughs> you balled out at this place in Charleston. And people were just like, okay, this kid's tall, See, a little lanky. What? Can he play? Then you're coming out, spin move, you got great handles. That doesn't surprise me. He played basketball, but that hand-eye coordination, that's that's what it was. That's really the secret. There's I, I
2: basically operate on all instinct and no uh, <laughs> no technical ability. Nice shot. There's a single to left. Yeah. And okay, they're holding the base runner third. Stay at 8-1. Um, Those
0: Blaze brothers again. We've given Blaze brothers plenty of attention. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's what.
2: <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> that okay, I, I was under the impression that the, oh, the uh, b- dude, they were, were there were tell- two Blazes. <laughs> no,
0: well, we were telling Blaze, our our old high school teacher. No, I heard the story. I heard the story, but I didn't look up at um, Blaze <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brothers yeah. as the dude's yeah. name. But you balled out, man, so I could, I'd like to get back on the court and hoop with you a little bit. I would love Mason to. and I play quite a bit of basketball. Yeah? And Johnny, are you a basketball guy? I mean, I try. Our next guest will talk a little hoop, too, when he comes on, but. Pick up basketball is one of the most entertaining ways to uh, work out, but just have fun.
2: Hey, man, any, any time you can get cardio without having to just run, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way to run. do it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm all down to run around <laughs> if there's a game or if there's an objective, <laughs> but oh, shoot, just running man. around for the sake of it. Like, <laughs> it shout does. out Kaylee McCabe for uh, WVU. Yep, yep. Savage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Savage, because I don't... I. yeah. So you're doing the eSports stuff, you've got... A handful of sports gigs. What, like, what are you doing right now? Let's start with that. Um,
2: just working at the clinic, getting hours. Obviously, not sports related. Yes. Um, and currently, Full-time job yeah, currently sports related. Nothing right now because it's kind it's of, kind of, of a, it's kind of the off season, season. Yeah. Yeah. We had the um, we had the esports. We had the uh, FIFA National Championship in May. So that ended like last couple days of May, I think it was the 28th was gotcha. the uh, date of the championship. So that was, that was three deep weeks. national championship? Yep. How so did that go? How,
0: are those individuals? Those are not Yeah, individuals. Not yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. So
2: there was a huge bracket, um, huge bracket of players. Is and they this were like, deep enough for a sack?
0: Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, it, it is.
2: Plate the plate. Too high. Oh, he's safe. 9-1. Throw to third. 3rd
0: well, not there. Safe at third.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like, it was a huge play-in for this tournament. I mean, we only did the group stage championship. So like, guys had to play two or three games to get to the actual point of the tournament where we were going to broadcast it for Level Next GG, which was the uh, you know the uh, the person the uh, the entity that was running the yeah, tournament. Yep. Yep. Um. So there were a ton of schools involved, man. And Penn State actually ended up winning the entire thing. And what's cool about collegiate... Cool. Yeah, what's okay, cool,
0: so this was a yeah. collegiate... Okay, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha.
2: Yeah, but we had, like... When you think of collegiate esports, not like Big Ten, Big Twelve. Like, there are schools they're representing. Like, Baylor played in it, you know what I mean? Like, Baylor had a representative. Um, Penn State, obviously. Like, mm. Rutgers had one. But then you also get these, like, crazy schools where it's like... Hmm... Uh, like Webster University, which is like a like a Christian <laughs> <Where>? school <laughs> yeah. in Missouri, like yeah. fourteen hundred kids. They're they're the they're the Gorlocks.
0: Still made it to the national championship though, or the how many? Yeah, yeah,
2: they still made it to the uh, Yeah, the, the group championships. Yeah. yeah, so like it was a double elimination tournament essentially. So like you lose one, you still in the. Did lower. you have
0: to, How did you qualify to get to the group stage? You, you had to win. You had to win games. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you had you to had win. Had a regular just, season. Yep. One off right? games.
2: Yeah. It was single elimination until you got to the group championship gotcha. stage. Gotcha. So gotcha, yeah, gotcha, I mean gotcha. like. I'm trying to think of all the schools that were involved, man. It's uh it's like like Chattanooga, like all these all these schools that don't have like major conference affiliations, like Northwood Esports. For
0: traditional sports. Yeah, for tra- yeah. exactly,
2: for traditional sports. But like Northwood Esports is like far and away the most dominant esports program in the country right now. Yeah? It's like Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like who? Northwood New Jersey or Northwood, something. Northwood New yeah. Jersey. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Pikewood Creative, Northwood, New Jersey. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Northwood University. They, ever, they just won the Collegiate Rocket League Championship. Wow. So they're actually in uh, Midland, I mean, Michigan. It, it,
0: these guys that win, are they just like some guys that were just like some college buddies that just got really good at Rocket League? I mean, is that, or is this more or less, these guys have been playing Rocket League for several, several years Rocket and are league trained in, eSport athletes. They're
2: they're 100% trained because they're I mean, coaches. This is 2K League-esque. Yeah. Yes. Championship level. There are right. coaches for these programs, dude, <laughs> and the coaches are are guys who usually had played at a s- semi pro or professional level yeah. yep. to come and you know uh, organize these things. But but Rocket League is up there with like um, the League of Legends yeah. or um, what's the freaking what's the big one? I can't believe I'm blinking on this, Fortnite. but anyway, uh, yeah, like Fortnite Inpex. or um, I don't know. is that going to get list? down? Will it nope. drop?
0: It will not. Laser and no that left field. ends the inning. The Black Bears lead nine to one. After counterstrike. The... strike <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. what I think. counter So cool.
2: anyway, Rocket League was uh, is one of the most established established esports by far. It's it's like the esports of esports in a way. So, um, yeah, I mean, like you get professional players who are thinking about being like, should I go to college and complete yeah. f- compete for the yeah. collegiate uh, national championship? Yeah. So it's crazy. Collegiate Esports are going to blow up, and WVU, shout out to them. That's they a really have, good squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have got, yeah. they, have, they have kind of, not to say come out of nowhere, but Coach Josh Stigger for uh, WVU Esports is, is trying to do big things for this program, and obviously with Noah Johnson winning, winning the national championship. Definitely helps. For Madden, huge. They want, traveled down to a tournament in Atlanta for Valorant. Um, they really exceeded expectations, got a lot of love there, made their imprint. They're a legit program. The Rocket League team is uh, also growing. They signed a huge. They signed a couple of massive kids, massive talents for this coming fall, um, who I think are borderline professional players. Um, so they're looking to qualify for the uh, collegiate Rocket League series yep. coming up next year. So uh, yeah, investments are being made for West Virginia's esports program, and uh, you know. Anytime you win in West Virginia, you're going to attract attention, and yeah, obviously Noah no. did that. They had a nice feature in WV mm-hmm. magazine. You so Noah uh,
0: on there, that's a very cool story. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, Andy, man, thank you. This is a pleasure. Is I fun. feel like I completely
2: yeah. dominated the conversation. I didn't As mean it to. It should be. With I, I've never. That's the whole point. That's true. Actually,
0: you even snuck in a little play-by-play. So yeah, <laughs> that was awesome too. Yeah, absolutely. Straight from the true professional. Uh, when I it give, comes to... I'd, Calling batters running around bases. Yeah, I'm uh, still
2: learning, you know. I'm <laughs> still, still, <laughs> always, still new to this. Always
0: in school. Yeah, you're always learning. That's right. Andy, thank you, man. You're you're incredible. You're gonna do big things, man. So good luck to you. Thanks for jumping on with here on the, the live episode at the Black Bears game, man. Thank you very much. It was my yeah, pleasure, yeah. CJ. Anytime, yeah. anytime. All right, we're gonna go to break. We'll be back.
1: All right, we're live. We're live. All right, folks, welcome back. A quick break. Awesome conversation with C.J. and Andy Caridi, son of Tony Caridi, the voice of Mountaineers. But we are joined now, Johnny McFadden. What's up, Johnny? Cooper, it's so good to be here, man. This is this is amazing.
5: I mean, the view, uh, the view from up top here over the mountains. Dude, oh, this, this breeze, is, this is, is, a, this is in a fantastic right night.
1: Breeze is blowing in on us. We oh got a God. cotton candy sky forming out here. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, if you're listening to this, you might recognize Johnny McFadden's name because we had him on the podcast. How long has that been, man? It's been over a year, right? It was episode 25. Okay, yeah, that's definitely... Johnny that's a long one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's awesome.
5: <laughs> yeah. Every, every like six months, I'll, I'll re-listen
1: to it. Yeah. Hopefully we Stru- were... Yeah, I just struck the ego. Yeah. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> yeah, well, episode 25, if you listen to that, you'll learn that Johnny McFadden is a passionate oh, yeah. West Virginian uh, involved with, you know, literally wearing many different hats. He's wearing a Mountaineer Media hat quite literally right now. Um, but he's involved in quite a different things. And I think, Johnny, what I love the most about what you've publicly talked about on social media is the need for young people to say, hey, look, like this is why I'm staying. This is communicating your values, communicating your why, and believing in West Virginia. And that's unfortunately, that's unique, and it's not commonplace with our generation. But i love to see what you're doing. Maybe fill in a little bit of, of our listeners that are just now getting the full story on you, what exactly your story is, man. Like, where'd you grow up? Where, what have you gotten into And in some of the projects that you're working on now Yeah,
5: yeah, the spark notes Which I used in high school, don't yes. tell anyone Is, yeah, Southern West Virginia Princeton, West Virginia uh, Went to WVU Decided I wanted to do something different um, Helped co-found a cannabis company A medical cannabis company, West Virginia uh, Really short story Ended up winning permits to grow Process to dispense medical cannabis in West Virginia And um, and, yeah, we're finally to a point where we're, we're deemed fully operational uh, for our growth processing facility. We've got seeds in the facility. We're putting them in the ground now, and, and in one harvest, uh, we'll be on shelves. And it's it's extremely exciting, man. And, you know, I got into it to, you know, be an entrepreneur, one, stay in the state, two, and three, you know, provide access to, legal access to, you know, cannabis for patients in West Virginia who needed it. Right. And now there's there's – Fifteen or so uh, medical cannabis dispensaries open in, in West Virginia, and uh, so the fact that people can can legally get access to, to that medicine that they need, it's um it's it's just a great
1: thing to see, man. You, a part of this effort. I, I mean, I don't know if your official title was was communications or PR, but you 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 were the face of it. You were communicating out with the public about this issue. You would go around West Virginia small towns and talk, maybe at city council meetings, and whatnot. What was that like getting to just connect with West Virginians? what the stereotypes that maybe existed about it and did you find that you were often maybe surprising people with, with the educational aspect of it because a lot of people you know you talk about marijuana some people's walls go up and they get a free and they don't know exactly what it is what was that experience I guess like going around the state and kind of hearing from people what they had to say for you um, and then maybe do you feel like you were connecting at a level maybe in helping people understand truly what the impact it could be in West Virginia for
5: yeah, yeah. I was the pretty face. You know, it's a hard job, but somebody's yeah. got to do it, you know. Um, and, yeah, you know, we we went to every place that we considered going into. We went to the city council meetings, the county commission meetings, you know, any kind of public gathering. And and, um, and a couple of them, we needed permission from the, the city. We were up front, so this is what we want to do. Yeah. If you don't want us here, tell us now. Yeah. Um, but what I was shocked about, really, was how at the end of the day, no one said no. Mm. Not a single you know, municipality, you know, really blocked it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Because they understood, okay, you know, we're creating jobs, we're creating an industry from scratch, we're promoting economic development, economic diversity specifically. And, you know, recreational cannabis is one thing, but this is this is a medical cannabis company. Right. And, you know, to tell a sick person that's saying that this this is helping them that they can't they can't do it, I mean the the qualifying conditions are pretty, pretty dang strict. Right. So at the end of the day, it's just
1: the compassionate thing to do is to, you know, allow these businesses to operate. And it's from my—I've always said, you know—and unfortunately, you know, I've I've known family friends that have lost their life to opioids and, and heavy pain prescription medicines that many West Virginia families and stories you know, or people have that story in West Virginia of maybe getting on something for a legitimate reason early on and then maybe it led to something else and, and maybe it was overprescribed or maybe, you know, whatever the case was, Be you know, these, these powerful, powerful drugs Um, painkillers maybe this could be an alternative I always say like wouldn't like could this this could step in and look this isn't you know not medical advice you know you know of course take care of every situation it's different unique and consult with professionals this is just a guy with an opinion but it seems like a state like West Virginia when we very publicly have been struggling with those sort of hard drugs pain medicine it seems like medical marijuana could provide a solution to people that maybe currently isn't available to them yeah and you
5: know you know, this is this is my media after dark. You know, yeah. uh, we're we're gonna tell it like it is. Please. You know, you know, I frankly I don't care which which cannabis company you do buy from. I'm just happy that it's that it's available. And um, you know, you, you guys talk about, you know, at least allude to breaking down the kind of the stigma right. that West Virginia deals with. And and this is my way to do it. And you know, I was last week I was in I was on West Virginia public broadcasting in High Times. <laughs> I was on both, and so that's if I can do that in one week, that was a that was a, that wasn't a goal until now, but now it, it was now it's a goal. Yeah. So I, you know, we're we're breaking down barriers in the state, and we're not gonna you know I, I just I hate the, to see us losing the opportunities.
1: Well, we keep it, keeping up with what's happening elsewhere in the country. Like we don't want to let yeah. an opportunity. We don't want to just like put up literal physical walls and silo ourselves off of an economic opportunity. You know, and of course, first and first and, first and foremost, the the health benefits and you know, the health outcomes for patients. But also, we don't want to just lag behind and adopt this in 15 years when the rest of the country maybe has already moved on it. Um, so it's awesome work, man. I mean, it, and it's. I'm glad that you're able to communicate it in a I think a a low-tension way, an educational approach, letting people that are on the fence about it can gain education, make a decision about it like an adult. Um, And hopefully, you know, hopefully at the end of the day, we're we're helping West Virginians. Yeah, you know, I always say, you know,
5: the people who disagree with me, you know, they're not bad people. They're not, you know, they're not immoral. But then I was talking to one politician friend of mine he said no no they're not bad people they're just stupid yeah.
4: which i don't i don't
5: believe but i just thought he was playing so yeah. that's kind of a politician's thing
1: well johnny certainly the work you do with, with medical uh medicinal cannabis is, is commendable and much appreciated in west virginia but you're also you caddy and this is something that we were talking about earlier at, at pikewood national man and it's it's uh a lot of West Virginians maybe don't know about Pikewood. Pikewood's a special place. I'll definitely let you share a little bit about your experience with it. But with golf, I'm a golf nut. West Virginia golf, I think, is the most fun golf because you have – you've got hills, you've got blind shots, you've got you know rolling hills in the background, but you've also have sloped greens. What's it like caddying at Pikewood National? What's it been like enjoying West Virginia? Maybe the, the best course in the state. Well, uh, Pikewood National
5: Golf Club, yeah, my – my, one of my side gigs. I feel like I do so many things, but is is uh, man, I've been out there a lot this summer as caddying, um, and I, I it's I really enjoy it, man. I mean, you're walking eight nine miles, 500 feet of elevation change, and um, yeah, I don't think there's any question that it's the best best course in Western. I may be I may be biased. Yeah. I may be a snob, but it's it's ranked 33rd in the country by Golf Digest. Um, Pete Dodd's up there too. Um, and the Greenbrier hovers on the top 100 list. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's in, some years it's not. Um, but it, it, we got the 33rd best golf course in the country right here in our backyard, a half hour away from Morgantown, um, you know, out in Preston County. And um, they, they built it right into the landscape. Um, it's 500 feet down to number five, wow. par three. The story is they heard the waterfall stream. And they reverted their whole plans to go way out to oh the end God. of the property and then go all the way back up 500 feet of elevation. Okay. And so the front is an absolute um, beast. Okay. And so, you know, every time you're walking up six, you're walking up seven, the, you're, everyone's heart's pumping. Yeah. I always got water yeah. ready for them because they're going <laughs> to need it. Um, and... And being there for a couple of years, um, I've done that off and on for for a few years of uh, in the summers, as a side gig. It's yeah. it's so much fun, man. I enjoy the hell, heck out of it. And hell, this is this is I could say how this is this is Media After Dark. Um, I mean, we got the big timbers going. We never know what the FCC yeah. might shut us down. I mean, <laughs> we'll see.
1: But uh, yeah, it's it's a blast, man. Well, I mean, to me, it, it, like. I like highlighted one well, I'm a golf nut, so I can talk about golf till midnight. But like, but West Virginians that say like, well, I think it's just like stop and look around that there are world class activities in West Virginia. Like if you talk about if you're if you're anything to do with whitewater rafting, like the Gully River and the New River is like a like the the place to be in the world. Like people travel from Europe to come here, and certainly within America. We got a little pop up here. We haven't gotten much fly ball play. to left field. Yeah. Go ahead, jump on my play
5: by play. <laughs> <laughs> Just every once every half hour, we'll say something about the game. Yeah, what's
1: the score, CJ? I can't see it. Uh, I think we're three. up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that that second inning, man. It, yeah. it was, they turned oh, yeah. it on. They they absolutely turned it on. But what I'm saying is, like, you know. There is world-class things in West Virginia. I think sometimes we get in this, even, you know, I'll say I was probably guilty of it. Like, oh, there's nothing to do. There's there's not going on here. Or we, it's, we don't have to act like we have to start from scratch on everything. There's already world-class things here. It's about talking about them, promoting them, going out and doing it. And then don't just brush off events that are going on in your, in your community. Or, you know, if there's a local artist in your town or there's something going on. Like, go out and support these west virginia things that are currently going on that are that are fun and enjoying and enriching life experiences go out and enjoy them oh fuck. holy shit man mm. dude that was <laughs> i
5: mean that could easily have just come in here dude that i was, was... ready to, i was ready to catch
1: that <laughs> holy shit this man. is live Bro, if you're listening or just saw that yeah we had a foul ball that came i don't know five feet from five our window feet. and Again. another one damn this guy does not like radio. This guy, yeah. Hey. What do you got against radio? Oh, <laughs> We have two foul balls now we've had come at the press box. Luckily, well, if you're watching on the stream, we literally have a big bay window open. So we are <laughs> in the line of fire here, Johnny. But, <laughs> but maybe, like, what when you think of, like, going out in West Virginia, what do you like? I mean, restaurants. Like, what, what are your fun things to do when you go out and support local businesses? What are some of your... We'll play yeah, golf 10, 10, 10, 10. down. I mean,
5: you know, not to talk about golf all day, but in, in, in Southern West Stream sure. where I'm from, you got um, Pipestem. Yep. You got you got a little Elks Lodge. Just does the job. Pipestem is a great – I mean, it's State Park. Yep, played it. Great course. Um, Fincastle, just down the road, is a tremendous place. Um, and just, just being outside, man, I mean, um, obviously. I mean, I'm not a super – Outdoor guy, I'm from. Like, I got cows across the street. Yeah. I yeah. got chickens running through my yard, but I, for some reason, I never picked up how to do anything productive. So, farm, for My neighbor, my neighbor, the other day, he's like, "Hey, you want your, you're interested in how to um uh, butcher a pig?" And what? I'm like, "Yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever use that, but, yeah. but yeah." He's like, "It smells real bad." I'm like, I'm "Sure, it does. <laughs> Just warning
1: you." That's <laughs> like, funny. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I'm like. I'm, I'm I'm definitely an outdoor enthusiast, but I don't do hard labor. There's a difference between like, <laughs> you know, I'm not out. And credit to the folks that, that do do that. Oh my and, god! And provide for and, and enjoyment, in West Virginia. Um, that's funny. So do what did you the butcher the pig? The I never butchered the oh, pig. <laughs> <laughs> I never took him up on that. So I
5: don't know if that's an outstanding offer or that was a one time yeah. thing. I don't know.
1: That's funny. We well, did. We had some guys on the podcast. I don't know if you caught that one. The mountain was it mountain steer. Mountain I State, that one, yeah, yeah the, down in uh, Fayetteville, or no, Lewisburg area, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're innovative approach. I mean, they're, they're classic, they're raising cattle, but then they're also, you can, like, order it online and pick it up at their shop, so they're bringing a little oh, bit yeah. of, like, tech and kind of new age versus old age kind of stuff, so. Well, he, he does bees
5: as well, and, man, I tell you, that's the oh, yeah. best honey oh, I've yeah. ever had. I, still, I got a little, this much of a, a bottle of honey left, and I'm just yeah. saving it, like, gold. Uh, West
1: Virginia honey is low key. I, I mean, mean, he can't
5: keep it in. He can't keep it in stock. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it's it's top notch,
1: real raw honey, and supposedly it helps with your allergies. You're a person that suffers from allergies. Says. With I, you know, I have my bout with with allergies that if you consume the raw honey from that region, apparently, yeah. it combats against it. Like, well, it's from it's like the Daniel, you know, the flowers from my yard. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. it cannot be
5: more local. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, Appalachian Beekeeping Collective. Yes, if you yeah. know the podcast, you know we had Terry Giles. She not is solely responsible but played a major role in getting the Toyota plant to Buffalo in West Virginia, literally traveled abroad, brought the business back. She her second or third career now is is running the Appalachian Beekeeping Collective. And we've had her on the podcast Delicious Honey. Um, and I think they the stories that they train basically micro entrepreneurship. They teach folks how to produce it, how to harvest it i don't know if that's the right word for honey or not maybe honey mm-hmm. enthusiasts will get on me for that but <laughs> but it's delicious and it's awesome and you're supporting local business and that's just another it's just so good i do i do peanut butter honey instead i replace the jelly peanut i don't know honey. if it's healthier
5: but i'm gonna say it is i'm gonna go ahead and think in natural, my head that yeah. it it has is
1: it's gotta be more healthy and it's still del- it's way better i do love my problem is i would i had i'm like i have no moderation in anything truly so i would I had this honey, and I was putting it in so in my tea. So in the morning, mm-hmm. I'd make a nice herbal tea, put a spoonful of honey down in there, and it was delicious. But it also felt like I was being healthy. I don't yeah, I don't know if that's backed by science if it really was healthy, but or if it was like too much like natural sugars. But hey, it's natural. I mean, it can't be. It, it can't, can't be too be bad for you. So so
5: I'm, I'm replacing Andy Carita here. Is that is that correct? Correct. So how am I supposed to do that? I mean, you have a on. tough job. You put job. me in a tough situation a tough here. Tough job. Uh, CJ's like 3 Talk down, about we're the up. baseball. <laughs> <laughs> we're up. We're up.
1: <laughs> CJ, the people are listening for Johnny. They're not listening for the, the baseball guys. It's nine to three. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine to three. If you're listening, they're watching, to this, the, it's they're watching hour the game two. and they're
5: just being serenaded
1: by us. Yeah. It's time for what? The uh, stretch. So, uh, we're only in the fifth inning. Out looks there. Like, we're, yeah. we're in the fifth inning. It looks like. Oh. oh there's another one I kind of want to catch one now at this point well, flies in, at this point we're gonna be knocked out live on air <laughs> now that's entertaining we do have a cotton candy sky developing I'm a big sucker for sunsets we do have that developing over the yeah, ballpark The purple here.
5: the pink man that is beautiful man
1: Morgantown is dude Morgantown produces high quality sunsets I feel like when <laughs> we were here how many times before it Mason it we're out there, oh, that's a well one. they've developed up here so much
5: I mean this is like the newest part of town I mean, all this. I think when we were probably freshmen, was this nothing was, nothing here. was here, right? Dirt. Um, and it's, it's a nice view up here out near University Town Center. Um I mean, You can booming, see for miles.
1: Man. I mean, West Virginia. I mean, you know, and look, this is not a WVU podcast. We're not a WVU. We certainly we skew WVU. We all went up here, but I mean, what Morgantown? The role that it plays as an incubator for business, as a connector of young, passionate individuals. You know, going to the school But also just Connecting this Almost like a little Pittsburgh, if you will um, It's cool to see, man this well, town I, don't, I
5: don't think I told you yet But I'm I'm getting my MBA From W this fall Are you? Did, Hell I, did, yeah, I, did man. I tell you that? I don't think so Well, I know you're A, a graduate I'm doing online Because I don't have Too many I don't have enough Things to do Yeah So I'm going to do Another thing Yeah And awesome, uh, I appreciate it um, So I just can't, can't It's online So I could be I'll probably be in Southern yeah, West Virginia right. A lot but uh, I just can't can't leave this damn place, man. I mean, um, and
1: uh, that's awesome. Well, the cool thing about the, as you'll learn with the W MBA program, is that they focus. They call it an experiential MBA. So mm-hmm. gone are the days, in their opinion, of stuffy academia based lessons where we just learn about business in in terms of case studies. They'll give you real life examples and projects with West Virginia businesses and examples of how you can affect change in your community, build business, much of what you're already doing, but it's neat to do it in a in a controlled setting like the MBA program. And I, I can't if anybody asks me, oh is it worth it? A million percent and I would do it again. I had a blast. You meet the you meet friends, you grow your network. Um, but it's cool to see it directly applied to West Virginia small towns and business and whatnot. So you're gonna enjoy that greatly, man. That's awesome.
5: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm a little, you know, homework is doesn't sound the best, but uh, you know, yeah. compared to my last semester, you know, last semester of my senior year of undergrad, I don't think I, cruising. I don't think I don't know if I went to class, but uh, I had a golf.
1: I took golf class in the building beside <laughs> the the. What was that building called? The, right beside the, uh, the coliseum they now? Yeah, no, beside no. the Coliseum, the whatever it was. I took a golf class there three days a week, eight in the morning. Yeah, senior year was a breeze. It was it was good. good I'm, time. I'm more
5: responsible now. I'll be able to go to class now probably.
1: You'll be doing homework, yeah. Yeah, you'll yeah. be just go to a virtual
5: around. class. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've been I've been working remotely for my entire career, so it's it's all very normal to me before COVID. So. Yeah, and that's kind of what a lot of, you know, Ascend and all there. They're promoting
1: hard. Well, it's possible. And, I mean, and guys, just to make CJ happy, it looks like we're headed into the bottom of the fifth. The Black Bears are up nine to three. It's a total blowout. These guys didn't show up today. They came to West Virginia Day. The Black Bears are destroying the cord cutters. Um, It's. It's a, the, the, the
5: crosscutters.
1: It's uh, it's an absolute blowout. <laughs> they made a mistake coming to West Virginia on West Virginia Day, thinking that the Black Bears wouldn't show up. That was up the thing. I mean, just the pride alone. We were up. We yeah. were up five runs before the game even started. But to your point of ascend West Virginia, shout out Brad Smith. Had him on the podcast. And but when we had him yeah. on the podcast, he was not the president of Marshall. He was just the former CEO of Intuit, a, a billion-dollar tax uh, solution empire. Um, but he's from Canova, West Virginia. He is a son of Marshall. And at the time, he kind of, I think he was like flirting with the idea. He said he had some stuff up his sleeve. West Virginia, well, flash floored a year, uh, he's the president of Marshall University. And the Ascend West Virginia program is trying to get folks to move to the mountain state and prove that remote work is not only feasible, but in it, it good, uh, maybe the future wave of how work is done, right? Maybe, maybe the pandemic has shifted society a little bit. Maybe we're a little bit more lenient about offices and commutes. Maybe this West Virginia can capitalize and I believe that we can capitalize on, hey, wouldn't it be sweet to live out in nature, in the mountains, in, in a local community, but then you could have a a corporate job if that's your speed and you could work for Google but you could live in Davis, West Virginia and Elkins and you know Fayetteville I think that's the future of West Virginia if we can position if we can get our Wi-Fi up to speed and the people are making advancements on that it's getting better Starlink has moved into West Virginia I think that's the wave man and I, I can't think of a better state that's positioned to be like hey not super populated do remote work live in the mountains
5: that's what the, that's what the pandemic showed us is Boy, working from home is kind of freaking sweet yeah um and you talk about world-class stuff to do that really exemplified that of yeah. you know we're, we're you, know, you know we're bored we're at home let's let's discover yeah and i really frankly i haven't i haven't you know you take it for granted i haven't enjoyed you know i've never been went ride a rafting i've been hiking and things but i, I got to. Check that off the bucket list. What am I doing? People yeah. always ask me that. you, you know, say, oh man, how's my
1: rafting? Like, I've never
5: been. Well, I've never
1: either. done that either. That's sketchy to me. I mean, I, it's <laughs> awesome. It's it's cool. I've been kayaking with you know, the pull the beer behind the kayak kind of guy. But whitewater rafting, you're risking your life, and God bless the people that do it. That's awesome that you can. But but maybe not my speed. But maybe some you know, of these hikes. Some of these hikes are they're pretty uh, pretty intense. We I do love getting out. Definitely hike. Nice little hike throughout. I mean, Dolly Sodge is. You know, one of the best known regions, but there's all kinds of places. I mean, southern West Virginia, certainly, northern West Virginia, oh, yeah. Montegalli National Forest.
5: Let's say a caddying, you know, like I said, the, the nine miles and the 500 feet of elevation, it, you get enough hiking in, and you see enough of, uh, you see plenty of of beautiful
1: West Virginia, I'll tell you that. The West Virginia hills. Yeah, there's uh, these... Oh, another... Nope, didn't hit us here, Johnny. What up? If
5: I, I really hope one comes in now, I want to catch it, or just get clocked by it. Either way, it's good, good
1: content. What's going on here? Where do you, where do they put the balls in the strike? CJ, mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time. Like we got Black Bears on the mound. How do people or, do, do radio? Ground.
5: What do they look at? Is there are they looking at stats like in yeah. front of them? Do they have to look all the way out to the scoreboard? That's kind of far.
1: They must. All that matters is the Black Bears are up nine to three. West Virginia day. We're drinking West Virginia beer. John McFadden in the booth with Mountaineer Media, Mountaineer Media loyalist, rocked our hat, showed up to the, showed up to the stadium, Mr. B. Chips, Marion She's the CEO of Mr. B. Chips, shout out to her for sponsoring the podcast. I got Mr. Media B. Podcast. do you? Yeah, so um,
5: once I did the pod and you guys, you know, started working with them, I'm like, and I saw, I, also I looked on their, their site and saw they had this like veteran, you know, support veterans one that um, a portion goes to support veterans foundations. And so I think I bought 40 bags. They were a little bit smaller than those. They're like kind of, probably like a, a two thirds of those size. Wow. But I didn't I didn't know exactly, I didn't, I kind of bought too many, <laughs> but they went by fast. Like, and I, all I did was like, put them on my sandwiches, yeah. put them on, uh, just put them on every, I literally just used them as a condiment for every meal that I had. And it was so good. Um, and uh, when it was like, it, it took a while to finish all 40 bags, but. Yeah. We, we finished them because they're they're delicious, man. Did you eat all 40? Yeah, all. There's smaller bags than those, but they're they weren't small. I mean, they're like little personal bags. So but, Johnny's
1: like 10% Mr. B chip. At yeah, this point. mostly potato at this point. We've Got a little song brewing here. People are feeling good. Big Timbers flowing. I've certainly had a few. I'd say West Virginia in the summer, man. In Can't the be. summer, man. I mean, it's like it's like
5: right right now in like early September, mm-hmm. you know, late August. I mean, Ooh. there are a few places better in the world. Black Bears hit up the right side. He'll take two. Oh! Runners right. on
1: second and third. Black Bears serving again. I'm Titus
2: from Mon County, Monongalia County.
1: You can't beat West Virginia, and hell, you'll experience all four seasons usually in one day. It's possible that yep. you can not have that. It's a little chilly this morning. Thankfully, because it's been hot as hell the last week. And Charleston's been damn near 105 degrees. We had two big storms roll through. I, don't know I through. saw them. Did they come through here in Morgantown? There were no? some, some storms, yeah. A lot of power went out. I think there was a few places in West Virginia that got some significant damage, so hopefully everyone is doing okay. But, yeah, I mean, West Virginia, man, I mean, really, if you think of West Virginia, it, the climate is its you get to experience four genuine seasons of spring, of fall, of summer, of winter. You can't beat it. Morgantown's known for a little bit, sometimes a little rainy, a little dreary. But when it's a nice day here, it feels just like Yeah, something... Morgantown,
5: Trust and they can get just like the concrete. They can get hot. Yeah. They can get hot. It was breezy up here. This is this is good living up here.
1: We're not doing too bad, Joey. Another foul ball. We'll we'll let this inning play out, and then we'll give everybody a break. Thanks, for everybody, for listening. If you are listening, MountaineerMedia.com. Org, you know the drill. That's where basically everything is on there. Go to our social media profiles: LinkedIn, TikTok. Where the hell else are we at? LinkedIn, TikTok, TikTok. Facebook. TikTok is a fun. Oh, what happened there? Oh, oh, what's that mean? Oh, now he's safe. Now he's safe? That, that's a run? Black Bear slid into home. Oh. He called out, catcher dropped it. I've never so seen he somebody say out mind. and then safe. He
5: changed his mind. From pressure he's, from the crowd.
1: Yeah. CJ, <laughs> we think the umpire just got pressured from an out call to call him safe. Black Bear score a run. That was interesting. Got
5: the roar from the crowd bearing down on him. You can see how nervous he is.
1: Zach Brown Band is now playing. The crowd <laughs> is <laughs> to calm
5: The to Calm the crowd down. <laughs> He's like, I mean I think he was out, but I mean this crowd's gonna riot if I call if I call him out.
1: No, well, it could do be. Do that? A fight. Is that
5: just hockey? Do they do fights in baseball? I'd like to
1: see that. Yeah. A bench clearing fight.
5: They don't really don't really fight, they just kinda walk out to each other. Yeah, yeah, and just
1: yell at each other. Now what? Oh, safe? Alright. The crowd goes wild. He's called safe. Another run. For the Black Bears, Black ten Bear, to
5: three. Black Bears getting a cushion. It yeah, I mean Morgantown. I, you know, you mentioned the, uh, you know, the aroma of Morgantown that that puts you in that that feeling of if you win here, you're, you're uh, you know, brings you back to your school days. You know, I still I still frequent Joe Mama's dance floor. You know, on occasion. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's it you just it just you know you come in there and it just
1: smells like, you know. It's, it's bo, to, and it's, you just know it's it's gonna be a good night. It's hard to describe, <laughs> but everybody's got a high street story. I mean, high street is iconic. You, if you know Morgantown, I've been to you a lot of places street. throughout
5: the country, a couple college towns like, um, Donning, Columbia, University of South Carolina, University of Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, obviously, obviously Marshall, Blacksburg. Uh, we took a trip out and visited um, the um, University of Southern California campus. Yeah. And uh, i tell you what, man, I mean, High Street is tough to beat uh, in terms of, you know, a place that.
1: Well, it's a, it's a perfect college town because you could walk to the, like, you can, if you live downtown, yeah. you can literally be on foot and get to all the, the fun bars. And all that your college, most of the classes are downtown. We do have an Evansdale campus that's a, a ride on the PRT, which is innovative. Like, that, when that came out yeah, in the definitely. 70s, like, no one had really had that. Certainly not in a college town shuffling kids back and forth between the campuses. But also, talk, I mean, talk about tailgating. I mean, we'd be remiss to mention, like, West Virginia. I've been to, you know, other schools tailgating. I'm sure you have as well. Mm-hmm. Nothing, think thing about West Virginia tailgating is that even if you're not, like, a member or you don't even know people there, they'll, like, pull you, they'll rope you in and hand oh, you a yeah. drink or give you a pepperoni roll and, or, you know, have some buffalo chicken dip. All of a sudden, you're just talking to these people and you're making friends. Like, it's an all-out party that truly feels different than other places, right? It does. And I'm just I'm just waiting for the live show for the blue line. I'm just that's, dude, that dude next season live show this. Yeah. Hey. Now that the FCC may be involved. We had our blue lot passes taken one time. Me, CJ, we, had, we used to be the host. We had a big a friend with the truck. We had a big party there. God, I have a friend with the truck. Police came by. They said, we, you're not allowed to stand in the bed of the truck, apparently, and be shotgun and beers. It's not and, moving. Is it? No, it was. So parked. Why can't you stand yeah, in a truck? It was parked. It got a little rowdy. Uh, but it's good time. All in good all in good fun in Morgantown, West Virginia. Black Bears still up ten to three. Looks like they're just uh They're, they're fighting like they're, they're trying to build a team.
5: cushion here. Um it's interesting hearing now we're well, talking two. about so, the stories. Well, oh well, this is what radio
1: people do. Yeah, CJ's so like look at the I didn't, why didn't Andy Creedy do. tell us about this. Look the, it's like right so here. Some will play at W V U. That's Moonball looks like they're going to hit each other. Trying to Guy catch it. High in
5: short right field. He'll uh, catch that all one. Right.
1: That's like an out. Two outs. They're building a the right. league. Sack fly. Is that three? Nope, two. Two outs. Two outs. The Black Bears two are outs fighting tonight. 11 they want to three. build their cushion. West Virginia Day, folks. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to keep going. Probably, what time is it? We've been on the air for now. Two hours. We'll go for another 30 minutes. We'll take a break. You what know the the, are you
0: bouncing so fast?
1: No, Cooper will go down and get another beer, and uh, CJ will, okay. will
5: take
4: over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I, I guess we're doing an all night marathon tonight. We're not leaving the ballpark until midnight on air here at the Mountaineer we're Media Podcast. Sunset to sunrise, the first ever live stream. We will be on here. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any, you know what? Shoot us an email if you're listening. Mountaineer Media Podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions about mountaineer media if you is uh, my dad still listening shout out greg simmerman for listening to the podcast tonight shout out to everybody truly for making mountaineer media what it is you guys i mean we would just be three idiots talking into a mic if it wasn't for people actually listening to us giving us feedback recommending <laughs> Me, you, and Mason Mason
0: doesn't
1: He comes on the I podcast I think Mason
5: occasion. needs more of a star role I think you guys the are crowd, holding Mason back yeah. Tell
0: them what you thought we were going to see tonight. We thought we'd see shirts that said Free Mason, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. they, Mason Free t-
5: Mason t- shirts? T- I might print those We're starting <laughs> the movement Free Mason He needs his own episode Coming
4: soon,
3: <laughs>
1: Coming soon. The crowd does need more Mason Mason wrote an incredible blog he researched I mean he he didn't even tell us he was doing it all of a sudden he's like boys I've got a 2500 word blog about this mystery in Moundsville West Virginia so if you go to org, you can read about that good story
5: yeah my blog I couldn't believe how many people came up to me in, in Princeton and were like we're telling me oh my god I can't believe that
1: or eh, your, about dude, this? your blogs about were blowing up thousands of people read that blog I, I couldn't believe the response that people were i was getting people all right they're spinning something on the the jumbo scrum right, yeah they already did the pepperoni roll race i think
5: hot um hot hot cheese hank one or something hot what's his name who won the pepperoni roll race hot cheese hank run the pepperoni roll they race win. so if you had money on that he was plus 300 yeah. so
1: <laughs> we sure did a live gambling aspect <laughs> to this tonight no that might we that, that might not be this. legal i don't yeah. know Ooh. all right they're spinning something some kind of
5: jeopardy going on they got good activities here you got cooper the mascot i mean yeah. great name, great, I name. Mean.
1: great name he's running around you know, I need to look into Cooper's Rock. Who was Cooper? Who they named that rock after? I mean, like, I need to find out. You got any family that just share your first name? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Fun fact: That's my middle name. John is my first name. So is it? D- yeah. So, Johnny. my
5: first name's not John.
1: Oh well. My first name is you? Jerome. Oh wow.
0: So we have a real John and a, a fake, fake John. John. We
5: have a wow. fake John and a real John. So you've
1: always gone by Johnny? I've always gone by Johnny, yeah. See, same way. I've always gone by Cooper, never gone by so Johnny. So I'm
5: so. Jerome John McFadden III, so I got
1: two. That sounds like you founded something. Hey, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> a fancy <laughs> No, actually, name, unfortunately.
5: <laughs> I'd love to come from that. come from a bunch like uh, Oil Baron or something. And, um, <laughs> so they, I got two Jerrys. And then they said mm. mom was like you can name him the third, but you can't you can't, can't name him Jerry. Jared. With no three Jerry's, Jerry's. That's too many. Too many Jerry. So he said, Alright, well name Johnny. I love it. Uh, otherwise yeah. I was gonna be Terry. No no offense to the Terrys out there, but Terry's tough. I mean Terry No offense to the militarys out there, but yeah. but Yeah. You know, got Terry Bradshaw. That's true. That's a big um, Pittsburgh
1: guy. Other Terrys. Um but Jerry, yeah. Yeah. Well folks, look, Johnny Thank you so much for coming on. We'll we'll take a little bit of an intermission here. We'll take a break. Stretch. We'll get in. It's literally the the time where everybody's stretching. We're going to stretch. We're going to continue to be on air. Um, but Johnny, thank you. Truth, you know, thank you for what you've done for Mountaineer Media, being a loyal fan, supporter, and advocate for our work and telling these stories. You embody what we try to highlight at Mountaineer Media, and it means a lot to us. And thanks for coming up and just jumping on here and rolling with us. Well, thank you afternoon. for believing in me and people People like me and all like this community that's built up around
5: it. Man, it's, yeah, man, it's, it's really special. So it's, it didn't, it's not easy and it takes time to do that, but you've
1: done it. So I, I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. All right, folks, we will be back shortly. we we'll take a little bit of a break. We'll be back. The game's not over, and we'll see you soon.
3: All right, and we're back here at the Black Bears game. Live with Mountaineer Media. I bet you didn't expect to see this. It's me. It's me. The producer Mason. I know. I've been hiding behind the camera a few days. (laughs) This past few days, but we've been having fun up here and they asked me to step in the booth a little bit and give you some play by play. We got an exciting play here. Oh he's not touched. Oh, Oh, he's out. The ump calls him out, but by my eye that was safe.
0: You disagree? Yeah. I gotta disagree with that one, Blue. <laughs> Mason, actually, funny enough, you did—you do have some—not quite play-by-play, but you have some background in baseball. Sure, this kind of covering baseball. Yeah. Tell him what you positive. did, because it was actually kind of a cool—a cool summer gig.
3: Very unique thing. I don't—I don't remember how I found it, but yeah, that's, that's a was great question a, too. How did you
0: find that?
3: Yeah, it was once the—I don't know what you call it—pitch like record keeper almost. Like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it was the online database. The official
3: minor league. I, w- I worked for the you know the whole minor league, not just the
0: yeah the former
3: power team down in Charleston, but but I would so record the, every, and yeah. The result of every single pitch, I would have to enter it into this specialized computer system, whether it was a foul, just like that ball, or you know strike ball classic you got to watch out for your foul tips. uh Was
0: that something that you calculated, foul tips? Foul tips is hard. And then there's (laughs) also,
3: isn't isn't there a special pitch where if if it's a foul tip but it catches it, I think that's an out.
0: It's an out. And then what about, like, uh, dropped third strike?
3: Yeah, see, that's where I wasn't so qualified. You know, during the interview, they actually, I hope no one from Iron League Baseball is listening to this, but during the interview they asked me, you know, how much do you love baseball and how much do you know about it? And their test <laughs> question was, what are the position numbers? Like, Ooh. oh, man. Wow. Oh, in the, oh, in the head.
0: okay, so what are the position numbers? Do you know?
3: I still don't know, but while on the interview on the phone, I pulled up <laughs> Safari. Baseball <laughs> positions, and I was like, "Yeah, pitcher one, first base two <laughs> No, catcher two, right. yeah. first
0: base three, <laughs> second so four, just a, five just is third things. base, six is shortstop, and that's what like a six-four-two triple or six-four-three triple play is. Shortstop to second over the first.
3: Yeah, now see, I'm zoning out a little bit. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's hilarious. You're throwing the numbers in there. course. Oh God. We got on-base percentage. You
0: totally. I mean, you were good at the job. It wasn't like. But, but, I mean, that's got to be what's funny, man. That's a tough, tough thing. Like you said, though, like you don't always know what every call is. You're not right next to the ump. You know, if he doesn't yell strike, how the word, you know, it really came
3: to appreciate a great um, third strike call. Yeah. A little punch out. Appreciate a good. And there's there's an art
0: form to that. That was the same summer that I also worked at Power Park. You did that for the power. And I'm pretty sure you still owe me in the amount of Dippin' Dots that I got you. Free dipping Dots that I got you. I would you. kind of politic
3: around and try and Ooh. work my way into the... The parties, the little buffet. <laughs> you were, did wait one time. I see.
0: remember walking by, and I just set that party up. That was my job, just yeah. set the parties up. And you're going through the buffet line,
3: <laughs> making your job, like, <laughs> making your job harder. My
0: job like, is to tell people not to do that. Here right. <laughs> <laughs> you are, just like oh whatever. Especially yeah, permission, yeah. You know. <laughs> Dude, that was. I
3: mean, ballpark food. You can't beat it. Yeah, yeah. Good, jumbo hot. Dogs, you know what? It used dogs. to be, mm.
0: used to be hot dogs and a hamburger, but. I'll tell you. Thank you, guys. A good brat is my favorite ballpark food now. Mustard, ketchup, mm, chili, maybe not so much on a brat, but, man, I'm not so big into the relish and, like, the, uh, you know, some of the other toppings. We call it sauce. Sauce, No, chili sauce, not the relish. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Tomato tomato. (laughs) No, it's (laughs) not. (laughs) Tomato tomato. I feel like the only acceptable
3: places to eat a hot dog are at a barbecue or okay. at a baseball game. The
0: two Bs. At a barbecue or at a baseball game. Right. To eat chili? To eat sauce? a huh? relish? What are you talking about?
3: Just to eat a hot dog in general. Oh, no, oh, they, they oh, 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 yeah. So. yeah,
0: okay, okay. But do you like brats then?
3: Uh, brats are, I just feel like, thick hot dogs, right? They're, they're big,
0: yeah. yeah
3: pretty I'm much. I've never dived into different, the brat world. a little different taste. Oh. Another foul ball. It's been a high-scoring game, actually. Yeah, the Black Bears have absolutely runs
0: destroyed <laughs> the cord cutters, or as yeah. Johnny put it. The, cord <laughs> the, cutters. the cross cutters, <laughs> <laughs> the cord cutters. That could be a great. That would be team a good like, yeah. Like,
3: as we all cord
0: cut. As we yeah, as we move into the age of digital television, but the, television <laughs> the cord kind of cutters or,
3: Streaming has just kind of become television because you got to pay for every channel basically.
0: Pretty much. We're free free right here. This is free entertainment. This is free content for everybody. You can't beat that. Anyway, should we try and get Cooper in here and play these West Virginia interviews? Yeah. You know, we'll do it at the end of this inning, at the top of the eighth. Like we said earlier in the broadcast, if you guys were with us, we had interviewed several people here today about what West Virginia meant to them, how special it was, why they loved West Virginia. And we have edited that together, and we'll bring those – to you guys here shortly after this inning. Two Very outs great. here Not in the bottom of the seventh. Answer. It's 13-3. to What What'd you say?
3: Not one same answer.
0: No, no, really. Other than every – it was ubiquitous across the board that people, the people of West Virginia certainly, that was an answer that we kind of got. But there was always another explanation. So I think we got two or three, the people was the best part. But then everything else, yeah, it was unique. And not all were long or short. Yeah. You not, know. All Virginia, not all
3: from West Virginia either. Not all from West Virginia, exactly. Actually, yeah. In love with the state every time they come Exactly,
0: here. exactly. Not everybody was from West Virginia, but they have migrated their way here, and they love this place, mm-hmm. as we do. As we have
4: for
3: 159 years
0: today. <laughs> Literally 159 years. Pretty wild.
3: Yeah. That's almost like, I don't know, time is crazy.
0: <laughs> doesn't even make sense. Hundred and fifty nine years.
3: I know that's like short in the grand scheme of things, but it's a blip. It's been a long
0: time to establish a great
3: culture of.
0: You know, it is funny because although I do see those videos, we we, everybody's seen them where it's like, if the if the if we could get not mankind, but just like the existence of the universe in a month humankind would only be around on the 31st day of the 11th hour and you know 59th minute you know it's like
3: great way to give yourself a existential crisis pretty much yeah i
0: i hate those though because it's like all right i get it i get it we've barely been here we either ruined the planet or saved it i'm not sure but i don't need need to know know it again yeah Yeah. (laughs) i don't need to hear you tell me again that we've barely been here
3: something i'm excited about Next month, yeah, you know, we talked about the James Webb Space Telescope with uh, yes. yes, Dr. James Jackson. James Jackson, yeah, yeah, director of the Green Bank Telescope, which and they're was about awesome. To put their first images out next month of of the center of the as far back as they've, they've that ever telescope seen, has as been, yeah, that the any humans ever seen. Like, wow, I didn't even so
0: realize that. Wow, it's gonna be wow. something to watch out for. We should bring him on again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure the Green
3: Bank Telescope played some kind of role. Some kind of role, yeah. Well, what's so
0: cool about those telescopes, I mean, one telescope doesn't do all the work. It's a combination of several telescopes strategically placed all across the world that do that work. And they collectively are focused at the exact same point so they can put together this picture of what the universe looks like. That is Mm mind-blowing. I mean, that's insane to think about. I don't even know how
3: we figure that out.
0: Yeah, how in the world? I know, I know you know and, and, and we're, just,
3: we're just pumping radio waves out into the <laughs> yeah, sky and it's really yeah it's,
0: it, it's not a telescope it's a I mean it is a telescope it, it but it's based on sound waves you know that they're doing that. they're not taking screenshots of space you know they're <laughs> determining what it looks like through like vibrations and sound I'd have to listen to exposure, that episode man. again I already yeah. <laughs> forget his <laughs> explanations
3: that's true <laughs> but that's gonna be exciting
0: yeah no that is exciting that is very exciting
3: yes.
0: Greenbank is cool, man. You know, outer space and.
3: Such a unique thing that could only be placed in West Virginia because of its. Yeah, the quiet. semi rem- remoteness out yes. here, the valley. Yes, the, exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. And yeah, the
3: town's it, kind of willingness to embrace.
0: Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. That, that would that be cool to talk to somebody, although I don't know how we would quite tell the story. I mean, to make it super captivating is what I'm saying. But to get the perspective of somebody that was pretty much born and raised in Greenbank and just mm-hmm. lived in that area their entire lives, growing up with limited cell phone service, no Wi-Fi, growing up in a dead zone, but you did it for the collective good because you had to for the community. Mm-hmm. That would be an interesting take.
3: You're sacrificing some of these great technological exactly. gains that society has made yes. for the discovery, a of, better good, yeah. yeah the just disc- science, really. Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, that would be an interesting take to get somebody, just like, yeah, uh, like I, I, I don't know. I don't I've even never know. Never had a microwave. Yeah. I, seriously, that's a great point. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that Wi-Fi is not the only thing that they're missing. I have not seen the Green Bank telex- telescope in person. I was always very oh. close growing yeah. up. For Boy Scouts, we went to Dolly Sods. You don't realize not Dolly. how big it is. Dilly's you know, Mill. Like, you're like, you can on the I ground. think
3: you can kind of drive around it like you yeah. take you on a shuttle bus or something, but it's like it's just the biggest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. That doesn't
0: surprise me. In every year I regret I kick myself in the butt right now. Because every year at Boy Scout Camp, you know, I was going there I went there for like seven years. I think I went to Dilly's Mill for seven years for Scout Camp. And every week they would take a bus of scouts over to the observatory. Yeah. And I kicked myself in the butt. I never went, and now here I am, like, you know, trying to tell, convince people I love West Virginia, but, but I've never been to Green Bank. It's
3: incredible. Maybe Mountaineer Media will make a trip out there. That would be sweet. That yeah. would be very sweet. Maybe they'd let us, like, you know, turn the telescope. God, <laughs> Dr. James Jackson would be
0: like, all right, boys, we Rotate mess up. the telescope up. 180 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's cool, too, is, like, it's not when we had spoken to them. It sounds like they have several ongoing projects all at oh, the same yeah. time, they're never just focused on one thing. They have a couple of things that they're focused on and doing.
3: I think yeah, their time is booked out between yes. whoever's trying to do the research like yeah, booked out. but there's
0: a couple of projects mm-hmm. ongoing. But you're right, yeah, it's based on like who can who can get on the schedule. They're not like on call. It's like yeah. these guys are probably years in advance. You got to the, get on the projects do, and schedule. Yeah, yeah exactly. You got a couple months. Yeah. Oh big swing and a miss and that is going to end the inning here for the black bears although not all hope is lost i have a feeling the west virginia black bears are going to cruise to a nice victory here on this west virginia day up 13 to 3 right now
3: if the crosscutters could make a comeback (laughs) the court cutters i believe it would be a historic
0: comeback we will be right back on mountaineer media let's take a quick break we'll be right back and we'll have a couple of Special interviews coming up for you here in just a second. We'll be right back. And then we'll introduce these interviews, and then we'll bring some people in. We'll bring you guys in. No, play it. Just (laughs) bring it back right now. Play the music. Are you playing the music? Whose beer is this? All right, here we go. We are back to the Mountaineer Media Podcast. We did want to just say happy birthday, West Virginia. Yeah. We are celebrating with a couple of party caps that we got downtown. We were exploring the downtown area earlier today, and they were handing these out, and we thought that they would be a nice little pickup, a nice little addition to the podcast. Happy birthday, West Virginia.
1: It's been a wonderful weekend. Yeah, happy birthday, West Virginia. Happy birthday, Mountaineer Media. Yeah, yeah two-year anniversary Mountaineer of Mountaineer Media as well.
0: For our two-year anniversary and in recognition yeah, of West Virginia, gas. as we've been talking about during the broadcast, we interviewed a couple of people earlier today about their favorite thing. Excuse me. About West Virginia, yeah, and we didn't get a ton. We got a couple, plenty. We've chopped them up. We've crunched them together, and we're gonna play that here. Before we do that, Cooper, just a final thought—not a final thought, but a thought on just people. People love talking about West Virginia.
1: You know, it's their home. It's their identity. It's truly. You we know, can take
0: these off. I think we can. We're, we can be done with these. West
1: Virginia. Yeah, I mean look at West Virginia you get people talking about West Virginia, we've seen on the podcast, I mean, people love talking about their home states it's unique, it's special to them, it's something that we all feel like we have a healthy chip on our shoulder out as we navigate the world where you're from and it was cool to get that i mean really the first time live interaction people and yeah you can see they're like literally you can see something in their eyes change when you say like tell me something about the mountain state that you love and you can see it it's not you know it's a real thing and if we can somehow bottle that up and and bring it to you all in podcast video and blog format then we're doing our job but it's it's been really the experience of a lifetime to get it be able to hear it directly hear from people have those reflections about West Virginia, but and then share it with other people, it's tremendous. We got a, kids are chasing after the foul ball here, but <laughs> did you ever do that? Did you ever chase after a foul ball? I, I, I was never that kid. I
0: will say, the a couple of weeks ago at the state baseball tournament in Charleston, I caught two foul balls. I was very Same impressed game? with myself. Uh, two days in a uh, row, I caught one each. That was one of my more spectacular moments in a ballpark. Not that that's even something
1: to Mason, this is his first time being back in a park after being injured at the LA No, Cats no, stadium. no. We
0: just talked about when he worked at Power Park as he, he was the pitch counter. You
3: don't think I went to any baseball game after a five?
0: <seven. laughs> Mason, be. let's roll Could these be. interviews here. West Virginia, West Virginians talking about their favorite thing about West Virginia. Hit it.
2: Hi, I'm Christine Titus from Mon County, Monongalia County. And my favorite thing about West Virginia is the hills.
3: Thank you so Right. Well, my name is Christopher Glenn. I live in Harrison County. And the uh, wonderful thing I like about West Virginia is the people. People here are great. I wouldn't trade them for anything. And I'm always looking forward to coming back home and seeing the great folks of West Virginia.
2: Christine Titus from Mon County, Monongalia County and my favorite thing about West Virginia is the hills.
3: Thank you so much. Right. Well, my name is Christopher Glenn, I live in Harrison County and uh, the wonderful thing I like about West Virginia is the people. The people here are great. I wouldn't trade them for anything and I'm always looking forward to coming back home and see the great folks of West Virginia.
1: I'm Emma Scott, um, I currently live in Mon County. And uh, I definitely think my favorite thing uh, of West Virginia is just, like, the entire atmosphere. Like, I think it's, like,
6: it's such a loving and home atmosphere that we have here.
1: (laughs) I'm Bob Hunt
3: from Marion County, and favorite thing about West Virginia is the extremely
2: low taxes, which is why we moved here. Uh, When we retired, we could go anywhere we wanted. We chose to come here. That's why we are here.
1: He's probably referring to that video. Yeah, that was at nine fifty nine. All right, folks,
0: and we're back just like that. I hope that you enjoyed that because that was a lot of fun for us. Johnny McFadden's back in here with us. Mason's gonna slide up a chair too. Not slide in movie. here. You can slide in here. Sit <laughs> <laughs> right right. on CJ's. Sit on CJ's lap. Sit on CJ's lap. We're not that good of friends, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we can just fucking <laughs> hold these things. Met thing, in right? person, but yeah. we're we yeah, we've, <laughs> we've known each other for a while now. <laughs> we have.
1: We can hold these things, Mason. We'll just pass it back and forth. Yeah. It's yeah. At this hour of the broadcast, whatever's happening is happening. <laughs> it looks like it's what's the score here? Thirteen to three. Such a
5: journey. I mean, I feel like. I mean, it's a whole beginning, middle, and end.
1: Um, yeah. And
0: the Black Bears are winning. And Cooper is just praying for the end.
1: Crushing. No, I'm enjoying this. She <laughs> so just wanted to cover it like it's like the Super Bowl, but like we're enjoying our time here at Mountaineer Media. You're the one the, the live podcast here. <laughs> We've had a.
3: We did take batting practice, and none of our balls, I don't think, reached past the logo.
5: <laughs> yeah, I have that video. Tough you there. Tough, <laughs> there. tough I didn't see a lot of dingers. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. lie to you guys. I yeah. Mean,
1: well, we weren't well, the, we weren't pitched to each other that well and it was a little bit, yeah, we suck at baseball as what I it, wouldn't
5: be uh, any better. I, I was they put me in right field because no one in Little Heat could get it out that far. <laughs> yeah. And they don't hit it they don't <laughs> hit it opposite. They don't hit it <laughs> <an> Oppo. <Yeah. laughs> so that's where they put the worst players right field. Sorry, <laughs> Mr. Fielder.
1: <laughs> Fun fact. How what's the what's the f- yardage or what's the how many feet from home plate? Oh, 400 fucking right there. Yeah. Never mind, folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Four hundred feet.
1: Can that's we deep, the man. Green ball. What do we have? The, the blue wall there. I don't know
0: what that, is.
1: Has that thing been on? I guess with that's that?
0: to protect the cars. Yeah, they, they keep so, that there to help yeah. protect the outfield. Yeah, or pass the cars. I'm you a little f- nervous in the
5: the Star mattress
0: parking lot. I'm not gonna lie to you.
1: Oh, you're parked over there. <laughs> Somewhere in that general. <laughs> yeah. I
0: haven't seen any <laughs> 600 bombs going over to the Star <laughs> parking lot yet.
1: Yeah, if yeah. you're parked in yeah the front you lot, know, you're in risk <laughs> right they, there. You never
0: know. What has been uh, everybody's kind of, you know, this weekend in, in Mountaineer Media, let's reflect a little bit. What's kind of been everybody's favorite part of this journey ah. so far? Johnny, you've kind of been on this journey with us. Kind of. Very. You know, yeah. yeah, exactly. We, we were all. Your host, I mean, your I, first I you're the host Cooper. of the podcast now. <laughs> yes, I, this is great. This is, <laughs> I'm loving this.
5: When the first episode, Emily Collandretti, I messaged Cooper and said, Can I be on? I? Literally, I, I, I mean, think it was true. after right. episode that's one. Exactly right. The second I saw it, I'm like, I love this. I want to be a part of this. Little did you know how much we struggled to get that
3: episode. Oh God! Well, I right. heard, uh, I've we've heard. We've told that story telling, too. Yeah.
5: yeah,
4: yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. No, you did. You, you, you wanted to be on and here. I mean, we're extremely thankful as we were talking earlier that you've come on because, I mean, at the end of the day, we're trying to. Uh, maybe C J. You said you're the favorite part of the weekend. My favorite part about what New a media. Play. Al, what
0: a freaking play! Gary we'll oh, Jeter shortstopping yeah. from the Black the, Bears. Yeah, straight at the uh, at the shortstop, made a great sliding save, zipped it over to first for the out to end the inning. That's an SC top ten if I've seen one. Maybe an MM to top ten. To 13 to 13. <laughs> an MM top ten, a WV top ten. Not bad. We want, our, we want
1: our producer Mason to yeah. get his airtime here
3: any MLB scouts are listening
1: come to yeah, the Morgantown yeah come year. to Morgantown yeah. <laughs> oh, Mason, what's been your favorite part of the weekend share with the very the, audience here
3: uh, although not a lot of people got to see it singing karaoke was Mason is
0: crazy. uh where was karaoke singing? yeah Mason w- jumped up and was the first person to sign up to do big karaoke.
1: Mason, yeah, he surprised us. He yeah. said it he literally just like yeah, we were blown away. You actually harassed the DJ to let you on early. I think you were the first one. Like it was well, like now, it was like nine fifty. He's like you gotta wait till ten. Like but I then the he lets way you way. go and yeah, Mason saying what did you sing? What was the first song?
0: You wanted Ice Cube.
3: They didn't have it. Was a good day by Ice Cube. Like, that, that seems a little what? ridiculous. Yeah. That's
0: like they didn't have Ice Cube. No. Mason did yeah. They had a yeah, bunch ridiculous. of Ice Cube, but not. Right. Today was a good day. Yeah, a good day, yeah. Yeah. Downtown's changed a lot, honestly. What did yeah, you sing? I, I forget what you did sing. I honestly forget, too. I think we were...
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that was not recorded on the pod, but, yeah, we did sing. <laughs> Wait,
0: we did record some clips of that. We could release
1: it. If you go to Patreon, maybe we'll share it with you there. <laughs> Give us $5, you'll hear Mason sing karaoke. Worth it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Maybe, I guess. Or not. Maybe you'll. Well, for entertainment or entertainment. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I got up there and sang. I sang a song. What we tried to get. I, I did a Bill Withers. Uh, I did Use Me. I, I, I picked a Bill Withers song. It, it was all right. It was to Use Me. Up. You can get soulful yeah, up there. exactly. It felt like it was a. It, it matched the vibe. Yeah. It wasn't anti vibe <laughs> from what was going on. Tell
5: you, I didn't get to. I didn't get to hear the um, people's favorite part about West Virginia. But I'll yeah, get. Yeah, we kind you know. of faded to so the question here. So I'll answer to myself now. Mine is when you pick up a phone of somebody you haven't met. Okay. In West Virginia, because you always get a friendly voice. Wow. Well. <laughs> because they don't know, they haven't, <laughs> don't have experience with scams yet. <laughs> they have not discovered <laughs> that most phone calls are scams. Yeah, <laughs> nowadays. Yep. Yep. For some reason, they have not discovered that.
1: Which, I've been getting blown up with scams, truthfully. So maybe they found my number. I feel like I get a lot of, and those it'll say 304. Same here. Yeah. It'll like it'll yeah. say area oh, code. So
0: good my bad one is Johnstown. I get them from Johnstown, PA, all the hmm. time. That's interesting. Yeah, random places, random West Virginia locations. I don't, I don't quite know how they got the 304 area code or how that works, but we need someone cracking down on that. Like I think they've tried. Yeah, they've, they've tried. tried. There was some LBC. government
5: hearings Oversight, about that sure.
0: about
5: scams but nothing well you not can necessary. opt out
0: you can opt out of like the the do not call list right or you can opt into the do not call but list. does that actually work no because most of them uh, most of those scam calls are illegal scam calls right that makes sense obviously right so it doesn't matter that yeah, you're trying to scam you they're still <laughs> trying to scam you exactly or like the car warranty
1: do it the legal way. Scam us more <laughs> legally, politely. Capitalist yeah, attitude. With no
5: value given back.
1: My favorite part. Yeah, I mean, we'll maybe we'll put it out. So, sh- uh.
5: There you go. Hard hit ball to left field. He'll get on. He's going for two. Oh, he holds yeah. up. A nice choice there. <laughs> Johnny's better than any of us here. <laughs> I can talk all day.
3: Fourteen hits, thirteen runs. That's gotta be. That's, it's been an exciting game.
5: I mean, yeah, that yeah. second inning was eight runs by the yeah. Black Bears. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, they, they, they basically put the game away in the second inning. Yeah, uh, it was agreed out of hand early on. Yeah, the court cutters had, there's nothing <laughs> they could do about it. Where
1: are they from? <laughs> what what state shop? are they from?
0: Williamsport,
1: Ohio? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Your
0: Guess is as good as mine. <laughs> Williamsport.
5: I mean, no, there's sport. there's, there's many Williamsport, yeah, isn't there?
0: <laughs> Andy. Andy knew. Andy has been to Williamsport. I tell you, he's got a great voice, man. I mean, he sounds like his dad. He's not so exactly, he sounds like, exactly like that's why like it's great.
1: That's what that's what my favorite. Was. So we, maybe we'll put it out. We'll eventually get it out. We met with Tony Caridi. We talked. He's been and a great. Okay, have bit, you? Yeah. He's been a mentor to CJ years, but he's also been really a good friend of the podcast. We had him on the podcast, gave us a little tour of uh, of their shop and what he's up to, and really, it's been nothing but positive and encouraging for Mountaineer Media and, and telling West Virginia stories. So yeah, that, that was a pretty sweet moment for us.
0: Man, it, it it was like a meeting of the minds, right? That's how it felt it was Travis Jones who is a part of uh, deep into the Metro News organization Tony Caridi and us three and it was just one of those situations where everybody was really everybody had their thinking caps on and we were kind of telling them our story they were giving us advice on how to improve what you know how to achieve some of our goals and we're talking about a potential collaboration maybe down the road not to we don't need to dive into that but it was just one of those situations where everybody was just into every second of every word that was spoken and man it was just it really was a a good professional push that i think we needed especially and we got in the car and and cooper was like how funny is it that 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 happened on west virginia day now granted that that is coincidental for sure we we had Connected with Tony, trying to hey man, we're coming up here. Let's meet if you're available. We'd love to speak with you, as a, especially as a former guest of the pod. He was all about it. We man, he just he had great advice on the direction of where we're where we should take this company. And man, that, that was just a very riveting conversation with a couple of guys that know what they're doing.
5: I tell you, man, West Virginians will will help you if you ask. That's yeah? what I've always. I mean. Just asking for help is such, I feel like, such the best advice for young Catch people.
0: Oh, oh, he tried. He thought about catching it. <laughs> off. Those
5: foul balls, that's the time when the kids that. are oh, in a ro- Royal Rumble oh, no. for the foul ball. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's there. Scratching, biting. They're getting those foul balls. That's funny. But, um... Oh, not, this
1: guy, I mean, quit fouling foul 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 it, brother.
5: It's, I mean, I don't really feel... I'm qualified to give advice to young people, but if I was qualified, I would say, (laughs) ask for help because mentors are huge, and they will not choose you. You have to choose them and just just keep sending them. One of my mentors, he told me, yeah, I purposely didn't answer your first email because I wanted to see if you'd send another one. Wow. Wow. What a freaking power statement right there. Isn't it? Wow. It's so true. If if you're not willing to try, you're not. If you're not willing to send wow. three emails, Johnny. To, what a, to gain what a, a mentor that will that will change your life. Wow. Then why you don't deserve you don't you know?
0: Wow. You had to show a little bit. Great. No, you're you're right, man. I'm not sure that we have the uh, the uh, prowess to be able to do that yet. I think we answer most of the emails that we get, but with that that's like. That's a that's a move right there. Honestly, you, you've got to have some big kahunas to be able to say, I was waiting for a second email before I well, did it was, spoke it to you. Well, it was years later. <laughs> still. Once we had been through a lot yeah, together. Yeah, but still. Still. Just the meaningfulness behind that of, I needed to make sure that you were serious.
5: Yeah. Because it's, it's easy to send an email. It's, it's not hard to send five emails over six months. It's really wow. just the consistency of it.
0: That's a great, powerful well, that's what Move, I did,
5: man. That's what I with Cooper. I sent him a LinkedIn of, message, yeah, yeah. and then he's like, "Yeah, maybe like we're kind of booked up for three months here. Check
4: back in three, <laughs> three months." Hold <laughs> on. And then he's like, and then he's like, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, week. "Yeah,
5: okay, we're kind of booked up for for six months here. Check back in six months." <laughs> but I just when it came around, I just say, yeah. "Hey, Ian," and he's like, "Actually, we, we have a yeah. opening right now." No,
0: and and it worked out. You you had been somebody that we kept saying, like, "Hey, man, we need to get Johnny on. We need to get Johnny on. Get Johnny on. Great story. He's young. He's really gonna, you know." Our, our base is young. You were going to connect with them. And so finally it happened. And honestly, it couldn't have been a, a better interview yeah, you're, and oh, the, you're the, the relationship yeah, that um, we've established um, so just I don't know if like, I say
5: hosting. I think I'm still guesting. So, what's up, dude?
0: We are. Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, are. we are. This, this are. is Trevor. We're still live, technically, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've, we've turned it into a little gathering here. We've we, had our fun.
1: Nice. Yeah, <laughs> this hour. Okay, cool. Trevor's in the booth. This gentleman has helped us.
5: Shout out to the Black Bears. Yeah, seriously, hosts. shout
1: out for for everything you've done, man. We, we've had a blast, absolute blast. We've been uh, – it's been nothing but fun, and it's been – it's awesome for our two-year celebration on West Virginia Day here in Morgantown. It's been an absolute, absolute blast.
4: Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, for real. We've been – It's
3: –
0: yeah. We weren't sure that we were going to. This has been a good time. Yeah, so
6: thanks for having us. So, when we uh,
0: close out, anything specific that we need to do?
6: Just kind of clean up the area, just make sure everything is yeah. kind of in order. And, uh, did you already get the concourse table? Or we will go there? get that, that taken care of, yeah. Um, we'll the control. vendor passes yep. if you just want to leave them in here and on the program. Perfect. Um, yeah. we got to convince Sydney to so let you guys do something like this in March. Wow, wow,
1: wow, wow. That'd you be... You of us. That means <laughs> quite Can you lot. write us a letter of recommendation, Trevor? <laughs> <Well,
0: laughs> I might be able to. What did you tell her? <laughs> did you give a sport? Football, baseball, basketball?
6: I, I, did she I, say I just anything? said, no, I just, I, I don't think she knows. I just, I was, I was suggesting... I might yeah, conflict I with your real,
1: your yeah. day job, TJ. Convince her. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what's TJ doing job. covering Marshall? <laughs> well, with,
6: um... I don't think Kirby's going to
0: Alright, and we're back everybody. Hey, uh, thank you for still tuning in to uh, Mountaineer Media After Dark as it has been coined. We're still having a lot of fun here at Mon County Ballpark. We are almost done with this game. We are now in the, the top of the ninth, actually. Right, we are rounding this thing out. What better time to bring in the guy that made all of this happen today than Trevor Dolan? Trevor, go ahead and um, explain like your position within the Black Bears marketing department. Maybe give us like the 101 of kind of what you do.
6: So I am the sponsorship and sales manager for the Black Bears. So when I first came in, it was more focusing on advertisement. You know everything that you see out here that's ad wise promotion stuff. I was just trying to sell. And then once the season kind of started, that's when it switched over to the promotions, the marketing. Yeah. So uh, now it's kind of – I'm still trying to sell things, but I don't have much time to do that. But now it's kind of running the ballpark, you know, making sure all the promotions are done well, all my interns are in place, and just trying to come up with fun, creative ideas like having you guys here uh, for this. So it's just trying to be a little bit different than everybody else. Yeah. And, and it's it's a blast because you, you can really – stretch the imagination with what you want to do
0: can you even maybe give us a little insight as to how how'd you come up with this idea of doing a podcast here because we are you called me us and basically said hey this is an idea that we've had are you interested
6: yeah so um I when we first kind of started this we were uh I actually had some interns that were kind of giving us some ideas and uh and one of them mentioned maybe doing a podcast, and so when I first started looking into them, I was trying to find you know the podcast that focused more on yeah. the, the the cryptids of West Virginia, Mothman, things like that. And I remembered I had been following you guys since yeah. on LinkedIn. When yeah, and, and it first we've started. known each other for a little bit because yeah. you
0: were still a student at Marshall. I was covering Marshall athletics, and we yeah. kind of bumped into each other that direction. And so man, so you kind of we following us, and is that kind of and what happened there? So
6: I wasn't getting much traction on anything else, and I figured, you know, why, you know, it's it's West Virginia Day. Why not have somebody that is, you know, heavily involved within the the West Virginia media? So yeah, perfect. Yeah, wow, and what a,
0: a perfect ending there—a sliding snag and right to end this game. Now it's Um, time for fireworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and maybe you can even just give us a little bit more about the Black Bears. Tell us a little bit more about the Black Bears before we sign off here. Just the Black Bears have become a major part of the Morgantown and really community community of uh you know pennsylvania and north central west virginia yeah. especially in the summertime
6: yeah no the the black bears have definitely even being not up here i've had multiple conversations i've done a lot of networking since i've gotten up here in morgantown and everybody says how much they love coming out to it's see fun. the black bears. county ballpark is then, beautiful too yeah there was one thing that they were always missing and once they got it up here they just love having this team being able to come yeah because you know we're a, a cheap thirty-minute drive, fifteen dollars a ticket. You want to go see the Pirates? That's a whole day, yes. hundreds of dollar type experience, yes. which is awesome. It's great, and but you know, if you you're not wanting to take your kids out to that, you can definitely you just come by here and, and have a blast. Yeah. So, it, it's awesome. Well, I love and, it. and
0: that's part of your job too, man. Is like, yeah, you can do all of those things. It's a cheap ticket, you know, cheap drive to Morgantown, but then it's your job to make it fun. Yeah. So I'm sure one, yeah, that's stressful, but two. Like you said early on, that allows you to really use your imagination and come up with some creative ideas and ways to, to engage the community and yep. get them, uh, you know, inspired to want to come out and hang out with the black bears. Right. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Good but deal, man. Thank you, guys. No, for, thank you for coming up. Trevor, here. Thank you. I it's know you got to go. The
0: game is over here, man. Thank you very yeah. much. And uh, thanks for having us out here. Maybe we can make this a thing. We would love to continue this relationship. Brother, thank you very much, man. No problem. Yeah, good deal. All right, everybody, we will take one more break. We're going to wrap it up here in just a second. We're going to take one more break, and then we will be right back to conclude this live episode of the Mountaineer Media Podcast live from Morgantown. Thank you guys for joining us. The sun does not always shine in West Virginia, but the people always do. Thank you guys for tuning in on the second anniversary of Mountaineer Media and the 159th birthday of the state of West Virginia. We cannot thank you guys enough for keeping up to date with what we do and supporting us and our mission of making West Virginia a great home, a great place, and a place that people speak highly of and a place that people want to be. Thank you for supporting us. God bless you. Happy West Virginia Day. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.